ready? Are you ready? To <laughs> Don't you do it? No. It's not so here more. No. This this is this is our podcast, not degenerate time. It's degenerate cast. Have you ever thought how many teeth a Krogan has? Have you ever thought of how that makes Krogan oral sex like almost impossible? No, I don't sit around. Oh, you're thinking about it now. No, no, I'm not. You're thinking about that veiled chick being like, she gets down and she's like, okay, let's do this. And he's like, did you retract all your teeth? (laughs) And she's like, maybe. And she goes, "Mm, did you like that? And he goes, he goes, let, let. Let just the top row out. Ah, <laughs> like, oh, shit. Did you like that? No. <laughs> That's the reason Krogans can't multiply is because they bite the fucking member off That's after the they're done. That's the phase. They just increased the amount. They just made the teeth. <laughs> they, they made, made their, the jaw smaller and the teeth longer and they, sharper. They gave them a gag reflex that causes them to slam their mouth shut. Actually, I don't think they procreate through their mouth. Yeah, they do. Well, they got a quad, so. That's right. Well, but is the quad the dick the qu- of they the They can Krogan? have two children. They bite the first two off, then they bite the second two <laughs> they, they bite the first two <laughs> they off. They do. They just chomp it off, swallow the cream. <laughs> I've never actually thought about when he said, when they, when the Krogan say, you know, I got a quad, he's got a quad on him. Is mm-hmm. he talking about he has four testicles or he has oh, four he's talking about penis. four testicles. Oh, well, that, so they have one penis before testicles. I don't know how many penises they have. <laughs> Unknown. <laughs> Unknown quantity of penises. Oh, come on, Rich. Because Bioware, being the insensitive fucks that they are, never put a Krogan romance option in. Although they did put some weird androgynous female fucking Krogan. They didn't. Could, could Shepard romance Rex? Fuck no. Or, or Rex Grunt? went down for that shit. And Grunt, and Grunt was a child, you sicko. That's, hey. <laughs> he's like, he's like, get Tell him out of me he, that. He, but they Shepard's like, get him out of the tank. I want to fuck him. <laughs> get him out of, I want to fuck him right now. He, he, open the tank. <laughs> he's like, are you sure about that? Do it now. Shepard, I have a body. They've given me a female body. It's fully functional. I will man. fuck this Krogan. I want that Grunt. <laughs> And <laughs> Grunt's like, he's in the tube, wide-eyed, looking around. Leave he's me like, in. He's like, I can hear you. Leave no. me in. I'm not done yet. Did you Did you ever play the Shadow Broker DLC? Yes, I played okay, all do the you remember? Do you remember how they had like that little section where you could go through and read everybody's emails and their online purchases and shit? Yes, yes, And you yes, see yes. where like Grunt was like secretly checking up on Shepard, like, Battlemaster Shepard, mm. and nothing came up, and he's like, he retyped it, and he's like... Uh, uh, sick, nasty warrior shepherd. <laughs> Still nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mating rituals of the Krogan. <laughs> it's like what the shit. Could you could you romance the Geth? Could you romance? No, you couldn't fuck the robot. What about the Prothean? You pre you could probably fuck Edie. You couldn't fuck the Prothean either. Wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. I know you could have a relationship with Tally, with Miranda. Tally, with Miranda, Southern. Jacob. Um. Tally Miranda, what was that Jacob, big fucking muscle head dude? Garrus, and Vega. Ve- God. See how I didn't even remember that guy's name. Muscle you don't head. remember? Well, I mean, he was a cool dude. He did. He had some cool. He he was a, <gasps> he was actually well fleshed out for a character that was only in the third game. Could a female character uh, romance? Uh, uh, what's his name? The fucking old wartime guy. No. Zaid. No. 
no, neither of the DLC characters were uh were romanceable. I bet you Zaid was like, man, I ain't got time for that shit. Zaid's like, motherfucker, I'll I got, I have the last working M8 rifle. <laughs> I have no time for women, and I have get, no time. For that women. should be the picture. Get M8 rifle, discard women. <laughs> <laughs> but now I can get a new one in in Andromeda. That's the first thing I did. And then I was like, okay, this is cool. Let me get another gun. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the end of time. I'm Michael. No, I'm Adam. And today we are not no. going to talk about Mass Effect Andromeda. Fuck you. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> they actually had a big-ass patch came out today. Let's hear it. It's a big-ass patch. I'll, uh, I'll I'll pull it up for y'all on here in just a I'm, minute. I'm gathering from what we've talked about before we even started talking that you, you're... Pretty much happy with the podcast. Oh, no, with yeah. the po- of course, you better be happy with the podcast. Well, well honestly. <laughs> oh wait, whoa, whoa. <laughs> on, 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 let's get real here. Let's get let's get really real here for a minute. Nah, I mean, I'm not. No, nah, I'm not. Yeah, I think you need to step it up. Oh, I need and to. step I think it up. you need to step it up. Okay. And I think you need to. Do go, I need to be more get, radioy? Like, hey guys, welcome hey to guys, the Inside Podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Adam. <laughs> is that what your voice? That's is? what I would sound like if you like, could hear me. Hi, everybody. If I had, if I had a good enough mic to where you know my voice didn't sound like a twelve-year-old, then let's, I'd be like, "Hey, I'm Adam. What's let's, going on?" Let's do a preview. People let's gonna do meet a... me in real life, and they're gonna like, "Man, he's got a deep voice. He's let's a do a sexy beast. Let's let's he's do like this. a fucking stallion." Let's do this first bit in the I'm in the in the alternate you. podcast. All right, we go. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hi, and welcome to the End of Time podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Adam. No, that's not what you said. <laughs> what? That's not what you said. That's exactly the same thing. No, no. You didn't do Smeagol. You did like a something. I'm Adam. No, God, no. Adam. That's podcast. My, that's my Elmo voice. I, very good. It is. No. So today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about some more Mass Effect Andromeda. End of time podcast. This is the part where everybody just clicks this bullshit off. They're just like, nah. Yeah, because they realize we're talking about some more Andromeda. Nah, because they heard your fucking... Your twenty minutes of sound effects. Your 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 week in review. This is, this do, is do, why do, the do, skip do. Michael button needs to come out now. <laughs> then make it. I will. <laughs> I've gathered from talking to you before this podcast even uh, started. Apparently, you are having a good time with Andromeda. I am. I am having a great time. I still haven't beat it yet. That's fine. Still haven't beat it yet, but I have. I have been even working through the bullshit. You know. Just working through all the, you know, jarring things that come out. You know, I, last time I said it was a 7.5. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's grown a little bit. It's up to an 8 now. It's up to an 8 now because I started messing around. I got more access to stuff. I got more access to <clears throat> augmentations and et cetera. And I was just, I was just blown away by how much depth there is. You can put like, you know, four or five fucking augmentations on each gun and you're just like, Wow, I can totally change the dynamics of this rifle. Oh yeah, by just playing around with it, I can change the air. There are ammo augmentations. There are the way the gun works augmentations. There are special augmentations that you can only put on one. So you can do. You can have a gun that when you kill people, it brings your shields back. Oh shit, shit like whoa. that. And that that's not it. But there's also armor augmentations and stuff. Oh man, this there is some. 
This system is simple but surprisingly deep. Now, I wonder there are some combinations in there. I'm sure people are finding out all kinds of really fucking cool shit. Is it worth it? I'm asking this because it's fine if you have 7,000, you know, options to do things with weapons and armor. But if I'm shooting a bunch of paper tigers, I don't really care. Is is the combat worth it? The combat is, it's like Mass Effect 1 and 2 combined. Like I said before, um, you have your situations like in Mass Effect 2, it... Mass Effect 2, you were always going down a fucking hallway. Mm-hmm. You never notice that? Yeah. You're always going down the hallways, and they always had, like, set pieces. Yeah. So, like, you'd, you'd be walking, and, like, you know, we had, like when you're going to rescue Jack mm-hmm. off that prison ship. Spoilers! Oh, well, um, so, you're going out, you're going to fucking, um, you're going to rescue Jack off her thing for her, like, recruitment quest. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you walking forward, and you see, like, a big thing go flying by and, like, roll and squish, like, 20 people. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow, that was cool. You have all these cool set pieces. But at the same time, you also have things from the first Mass Effect where you're like, oh, look, a dot out in the distance. <clears throat> I wonder if I should shoot that. And then you shoot it, and then it dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get to choose how you want to engage it. So you you have that freeform combat mixed in with, interspersed with the, with the, um, Inter- interspersed with the set piece combat. Okay. So if if that makes sense, you have this, you know, you you have both the best of both worlds kind of right now. Yeah. I'm 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 loving it. I'm I'm fucking. I like the combat because I like to play sniper and I like to play sniper for real. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'll sit back and be like, look, glam stuff like that. Our next character I'm gonna make is definitely gonna be an infiltrator. As in, when you go back through it. When I will go back through it, it's gonna because I am gonna go back through it. <clears throat> um, but I'm gonna make an infiltrator next time. I didn't go with that this time. I went with SMGs and assault rifles. Mm-hmm. And um, I even with my assault rifle with just a scope on it, I'm having fun picking people off. Now you said last podcast that you have this game in your view as a 7.5. You've now bumped it up to an eight. Yes. What's, what's made that point five difference? What's what's that, made what's cranked it up a little bit for you? Well, like I said, the the depth of the combat system, you know, being revealed. Is a big part of it because, I mean, you just look and just looking at the way it works is there's a whole lot of um, what the fuck is it called? There's a whole lot of variety that you can go. For instance, uh, say you want to make like a vanguard. Well, you can between your powers, your armor configuration, and your weapon. You can make a ridiculous fuck. Like there are attacks that you know biotic attacks that use your shields as an energy source. Mm. So you can say, okay, I want to switch this over to where it uses my shields as an energy source. I want to put an augmentation on my weapon that halves my life and doubles my shields. Ah, uh. oh, then yeah, you see where I'm going with yeah. this. I want to put it to where every time I kill something with my power, my shields completely regen. Nice. I want to make blah blah blah, and you start stacking all these things one on top of the other, and you stay, they start synergizing and making really cool combos. Mm-hmm. Then, does this make sense? Where yeah. you're just like you're running into combat and you're fucking <clears throat> meleeing people down, and you're backing up and exploding and coming forward, and every time somebody dries, your shit comes back up, and you. Hit them again as hard as you can. You knock another person down. And your shit pops right the fuck back up. So you're looking at wow. Not to mention they have a health regen system in this where, and it's not the same if that makes sense. Um, 
your ability to regen health is um, based on your shit. Mm-hmm. Your <laughs> it's based on your it's based on the amount of shit you eat. You have to go around. He's a it's, yep, he's a cropophilic. You were flying up in the yeah, air. I was crash. It's called mass shit. That's what this should call mass shit. <laughs> mass shit all over the place. So anyway, fucking yeah, you ended up at just the amount of customization that was in this game as and the synergy of it, how, how it's very well put together mm-hmm. to be like, okay, well, I can stack all these augments out to do what I want. You know, I had this idea and there's a way for me to do this. You know, that stuff is cool. Nice. I like that. Um, <clears throat> and I like that in any game. <clears throat> and I'm interested to see because I only took one path. Yeah. I haven't even scrolled through all the powers to see what all the different things do. Mm-hmm. And because in typical Mass Effect 3 style thing, when you level it up, the first three points are a line. Mm-hmm. And then you get a choice for the fourth, the choice for the fifth, and a choice for the sixth. Mm-hmm. So you get power one, power two, power three, and then you get to pick one of the two. And they go in completely different directions. They expand the area of the power or they fucking double the effectiveness of the power or some shit like that. Yeah. You know, and so you're looking at it like, wow, which way do I want to go with this? And I'm looking at that and I'm looking at the mods and the augments and all this other stuff. And I'm like, wow, I have a, and not to mention the fact that you now have, you know, you can choose how you want to set your character up mm-hmm. and say, do you want to just bring a pistol? You know, no other weapon, you know, but then your powers recharge very quickly because yeah. you didn't bring much in the way of weight. But they give you more. To, uh-huh. to you could you could make a a complete charge character and not have a gun. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be like, "Fuck it, I'm not bringing a gun. I'll use my melee weapon exclusively." Mm-hmm. And I'm certain there's a build out there that works for it. What about the characters in your party? Are they just as now that that is a that is a downside. Um, <clears throat> I have not seen a way for the characters in your party to actually be modified in any way so far, and. That was kind of disappointing, but and but you can tell them what you want to attack. It's not, it's not even Mass Effect Two level of character usage, mm-hmm. you know, where you were just like, "Hey, attack that! Use this power." You can say, "Focus on hitting that." Yeah, but they will detonate the fuck out of some shit. If you prime an enemy, they're detonating it. Nice. Yeah, almost immediately. If they have it available, they detonate it. Almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Two of them will try sometimes if you have them both stacked on it. The web, the, uh, the enemy variety is a lot different. Um, you remember how you used to run into like the, the big mechs and stuff in Mass Effect? Yeah, and they had like three or four. Well, in Mass Effect 1, I don't remember them having no, in like Mass Effect levels 1, of shield. Mass Effect They did have ma- levels of shields in Mass Effect 1. They, uh, they had, what was it called? You had like little shield dots. They had like a little little hashes. Oh yeah, for dots. yeah. Remember? Well, I'm oh. saying the difference between Mass Effect One and Two. One yeah. and Two had like there was like visible layers, and you had yeah. to you had to take that. The that is layer. something that I did not like. Um, yeah. The that that is a negative point to Andromeda, but they changed it. Okay. Barrier is no longer something that goes. It doesn't overlap your shield. It interweaves with your shields. Hmm. Does that make sense? Kinda, I guess. Um, instead of, uh, instead of thinking it like this, you're, you have your shields, you know, and on top of your shields, there's the barrier, and then there's the shield. Once you get past that, you start working on the shields, and once you get past the shields, you start working on the health, mm-hmm. or the armor. Mm-hmm. Now it is, you have barrier slash shields, 
So They're it's the like same thing. They it, it's like an increase in health, maybe like a health boost. It yeah, it's kind it kind of makes the shields harder uh-huh. and a little bit stronger. Um, but it's not so much so that it's like a you know massive <laughs> massive effect. Uh, <laughs> roll credits. Roll credits. <laughs> but. I heard you telling me something about this gun you made that was shooting oh, sticky things. So I there's the, they got this one gun in the game. I can't remember what it's called. It's like never remember anything. I just remember I called it the Needler. I named it. I named it the Needler. Uh-huh. Oh, you can, you can name them. Yeah, you can name them. It looks like the Needler off mm-hmm. of Halo. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I modified it to where it shot sticky grenades, mm-hmm. homing sticky grenades. Oh, I didn't hear that part earlier. Yeah. Homing sticky grenades. Homing sticky grenades. And the motherfucker, and I put like massive extended magazine and shit on it. Mm-hmm. And I just hold the button down and they like halfway kills enemies or halfway brings their shields down. And then they just rapidly explode, hurting everything around them until they finally fall over and they continue exploding. Jesus. Until every single round explodes. I have a assault rifle that I built that, um, I put a plasma charge on it mm-hmm. so I can hold the button down. And it, it just gets stronger and stronger and stronger until I release and it fires it all off at once. Damn. So, um, and it been, the controller shakes when you do it, so it's like... Sounds, sounds like you're able to do a massive amount of damage. Oh, yeah. 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 You like that? Yeah. I do. I yeah. said it. Oh, man. But, yeah, and it, it's on the recharge, too, because I don't use fucking ammo. Ammo is for scrubs. I'll, me too. Yeah. So when, whenever you play, if you ever play through the game, I have no doubt that you'll put that heat sink on everything. But they have an entire alien race that's just like, eh, we weren't stupid enough to put these fucking things in our guns. <laughs> so you don't even you need to use the fucking augment on their weapons. That saves you a fucking augment, so you can start doing extra stuff with those. Mm-hmm. Like the needler. The needler didn't need to have the uh, the vintage heat sink put into it because it already cooled down. Oh shit! <laughs> so that's how I got extra. Show stuff. me your weapons. Huh. Small time. Yeah. <laughs> but man, that that it really brings you back, man. It it does when you you're firing, and they they made they made the case of why the um why the expendable magazines got done, why the expendable thermal clips got done, mm-hmm. and they made the case for it. One thing I will say is that the ammo replenishment things are too plentiful. Okay. I feel like they're way too plentiful. I think that you should, and I understand why they're so, in some places, but I think it would have made more logical sense to have enemies drop them. Yes. Not, not like fucking animals and shit dropping them, but yeah. like having, um, the humanoid enemies drop them and having, one every so often on the um, you know, on the thing. Maybe maybe ha- be have like a have an item in the game that is basically like an ammo pack. Yeah, you know that you can hit and it just instantly refills your shit. Um, and that would make more sense that you had like this expendable item that you use to repair your stuff. I like games that go <laughs> out of their way to give you a in-game sort of cannon for lack of a better word like a cannon reason why there's shit on the field mm-hmm. like if you walk up to a set piece and you see there's some ammo over here but there's like two uh, you know obviously opposing factions and they're 
you can tell that they just had a battle, a fight or something, and apparently they killed each other, and now there's freaking ammo laying around them. That's cool. Or if you go to an area where maybe there was a group of people fighting or battling or whatever, and you can complete, you can totally see that the, a fight had happened, but maybe they both said, uh, fuck it, we're leaving, and they just dropped their fucking weapons or ammo. That's cool. It's a little bit weirder. I mean, this is coming from a gamer point of view. I mean, maybe at the end, maybe the end, they don't really care. I'm saying this is more, it's a, it's a nice touch. Yeah. Where, and this, you know, Bioware is all about nice touches. Is when somebody, when a game company goes out of their way to say, hey, this is why you're finding this shit here. You know, we're not just, yeah. we're not putting a box on the field. Here's the six points you need to duck behind. And here's ammo pretty much all around these areas. So, if they had stuff like that in this game, I think it did, did, is this stuff even in this game? Or I mean, what you, what it is is you'll run into you have these little drop pods that come down in the main area, mm-hmm. and the cool thing about these drop pods is you can fast travel between them. Okay, um, and they will a let you call your vehicle down. They'll let you check your fucking email. They'll let you. Uh, uh, re-equip stuff. So mm-hmm. if you want to switch weapons in the middle of the field or whatever, mm-hmm. you can do it. Um, and <clears throat> it's basically something you dropped off from your ship. Right. And it also refills your health and slash ammo. Mm-hmm. That was a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, not the, I did see a spot where they had, um, they, they have like little ammo boxes. Okay, you remember in Mass Effect 2, you'd run around, you find magazines on the ground. Yeah, just all over the place. I think that was better than this system where you find a big cache of fucking ammo crates and stuff in the corner. Yeah. Um, you can find those too occasionally, but the main thing is the... What do I, what do I want to say? I, I, it, it just breaks the immersion when you find one of these in the middle of the fucking... Some place that uh, hasn't been seen in two hundred fucking yeah. thousand years. You're, Does that make uh, you're, sense? you're in your fakeo. It's like it's like when you're playing Skyrim and all the fucking candles are lit for some reason. Yeah. You know, you go down to this dungeon that's never been like looked at in fucking two million years, and all the candles are lit, and there's fresh fruit on the table. And that's nitpicky. That's understandable. It's very cinema sense of you to be like, "Why are the candles lit? Who came in through and lit the candles?" Bing. However. And this is a point brought up by somebody else. I think uh, two best friends were talking about this. Is that with the universe that Bioware has built with Mass Effect, they have they've opened themselves up to being nitpicked. And the reason why is because they have made these games so fleshed out. They have gone out of their way via uh, NPC tells you or usually some type of codex thing. That this is why these things, this is the science behind it. So when people come back yeah. and go, wait a minute, here's this nitpicky thing. It's not a negative criticism. It's like, okay, you guys brought this reality into it. Now I'm going to check it. So they're known for that. All right. And I'm let, go- me, let, me, let me, let me jump in here real quick. Let okay. Me jump in here real quick. Okay. There are, they, they actually just released a patch today. Uh-huh. And it's like patch 1.05 or some shit like that where they, they, babe, the cool thing about Bioware, the cool thing that Bioware has always done, and I told you this before, mm-hmm. 
they listened. Mm-hmm. Okay, they listened when people didn't like the, sh- the changes they made in Mass Effect Two. Okay, okay, they said, okay, well, how can we make this a little bit better? And Mass Effect Three reflected that. Yeah. People didn't like Mass Effect Three's ending. They immediately got to work on fixing the fucking ending for you. Yeah, and they made they, you know, good, bad, whatever. They did flesh out the ending even more. Um. They have a, you know, as you know, Andromeda's gotten a lot of criticism. Yeah. A lot of criticism. They have made some improvements with this first patch. And this is like the opening salvo of shit they're firing off at this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and they put out a list. They put out, they said they were going to put out a list on one, I think it was like the fourth. Mm-hmm. They said, okay, give us two days and we'll give you a list of patch notes. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, they said, on like the second, give us two days, we'll give you a list of patch notes. And then on the fourth, they released these, this list of patch notes. And today, today, I haven't even downloaded them yet. Mm-hmm. They've, um, they've let the patch out, the yeah. first patch mm-hmm. of X amount they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And that's not to include additional content. These are just, oh my God, we're so sorry, patches. Yeah. <laughs> so that, they are known for that of going. Yeah. We see these things. We're not blind. We're not just going to keep pumping out shit for you just because you know we're, it's We us. fucking we're, give a shit. We're uh, going to listen to you. We, we give a shit and you're the people that buy things. So we would like you not to be mad at us. Very good for a company to do that. <laughs> and you know what? Especially when you look at like a, in the same company, EA pumps out Maddens and they take away features only to add them back a couple of years later. Yeah. You know, yeah. Where they're like, Oh, let's take the, you know, the quarterback vision. Gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, fuck that. Let's, uh, let's do this. Let's take the truck stick out. Oh, look, the truck stick's back. Yay. They make it seem more like they're, they're, they're like, they're appeasing you, but they do that like two, three releases down the way where, hey, you know, okay, you guys griped enough about yeah, this. Yeah. You griped for we three fucking years. Let's bring BioWare it back. is like, uh, first patch. We're sorry. Here's what we're doing. Yeah. Okay, so we've got a list here. Okay. And I want you to go with it. Go through me. Go through it with me. Go through Go me. through me. Oh, th- <laughs> I can I want do you, that. I want you to go through me. I can do that. Mm. All right, so let's see what we got here. It says, allowing you to skip ahead when traveling between planets in the galaxy map. All right, so what this means is, uh, you remember how I told you how the galaxy map is awesome? Yeah. Okay, you see your ship like turn towards where it needs to go and it blasts off towards the speed. Now that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's fucking cool to see. And if you're only traveling every once in a while, it's not a big fucking deal. But if you are doing the Mass Effect thing, where you go, you go, you're like, let me hit this asteroid and this con- this planet and this planet and this planet and this planet. You hit like six planets in a row. It does get tedious, mm-hmm. and it does. You do eventually get fucking tired of the. 15 to 20 seconds of like the ship slowly turning in that direction and then and then you get to it and then the ship kind of rights itself and yeah yeah so now you can skip that shit cool so they added that they increased the inventory limits now i think this is actually like a temporary thing mm-hmm. um the inventory what it is is your inventory gets filled up after so much you can only carry x many items i think they're upping it if you played through Dragon Age Inquisition, didn't you? I uh, I've only I bought Inquisition. I own it. I played it for 
I did the cust- I did the character creation for the extent of it. I made a yeah. character, but okay. I only played well, the actual game for maybe half an hour to an here, hour. Here's and thing. I have no background reference you to can, any other Dragon Age. You can so. go in Inquisition. They have uh, you know, it's basically a place where you can store your shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so you say I want to have this because I need it. It's like a material or like something I want to hold on to. Yeah, I don't fucking want to carry it around with me. Right. So they're they're gonna put. I, I think like they're gonna do that with the with the the, the tempest is you'll end up with like a box inside of it or yeah, something I was gonna like say, that. Why don't you have a storage unit? I mean, around yeah, with you. Just yeah, you, that's so what, bottom box. What they'll do is somewhere. they'll put that some bitch on the fucking ship. Eventually, mm-hmm. they'll probably patch it in later. Um, and you'll drop your items off there, and the inventory limit will go back down. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah, but for right now, they've upped that as just like a okay. So you just, just so you don't have to just start you know picking between fucking. Do I want to carry this or do I want to carry that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. That's so. Aggravating. So that's that's a temp fixed, just a band aid patch, I believe. Yeah. I think they're gonna do the box thing. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. Quoted. Damn it. All right. Improving the appearance of eyes for humans and saris. Oh my fucking god, that's necessary. Thank God, huh? Yes. I bet you were. I, t- I told you it's the fucking eyes, man. Yes. The fucking eyes, the crazy eyes. Yeah, they're always mm. wide, wide open when they're looking at things. Yeah, and it, it's like, whoa, whoa, just <laughs> fucking stop taking so much math. And this is coming from this. I, I saw a video uh, a couple days ago of a uh, long play of Uncharted 4. And just looking at the level of facial detail. And I kept thinking my whole time, I was like, man, if Adam saw this, I don't know if you ever played any Uncharted games. Right, here, here's actually, I actually heard this. The, um, the guy who did the last Uncharted mm-hmm. used to work at BioWare and did Mass Effect 3. No shit. Yep. And he released a statement about all this. Mm-hmm. And he essentially came out and said, you know, okay, well, I think it's because they did, they used this software and they probably didn't, you know, they did. It looks like they didn't do this, 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 and this. It's yeah. not a single person's fault. It's right, a team's right, right. fault. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, so he's, and then he actually differentiated between making something like Uncharted and making dynamic and RPG style thing like this. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, you could come at this person from the left angle and the console be in the background or the other angle and a big window be in the background. Mm-hmm. You know, so all these things have to look good from all angles. Yes. So it's not a movie scene you're seeing like in Uncharted. Uncharted's mm-hmm. like, hey, this is the way this looks. Yes. And there's only one way for this to play out. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, there's different conversation choices and all this other stuff and people walking around the fucking background, you know, dynamically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah. I'd say it's a completely different animal trying to animate the two games. Yeah. And he's like, we can polish the fuck out of this, but you have got to do something. You got to do a lot more work to polish this. Yeah. Yeah. And he said they didn't. <laughs> so. Man, I just think to um, have conversations with that level of emotion involved that amount of their eyes wandering or them yeah. you know it's squinting so, it's, their eyes and, and and rubbing their temple as they're like man it's so important de- so important very all right now it says decreasing the cost of remnant decryption keys and making them more accessible i think they did this as kind of a cop-out because you had um there are certain people that um what what it is is you go through the remnant these old remnant vaults, mm-hmm. you know, and they're on different planets and shit, and you're trying to figure out what the fuck happened to them. And they make you kind of do like a Sudoku puzzle type thing. Yeah. 
And uh, I guess people are either A, fucking retarded and can't figure out Sudoku, or B, they just don't want to waste their time with it. But for whatever reason, they want to use these instant win buttons. Mm -hmm. So they made them more plentiful. Okay. Whatever. I guess. I accidentally used one, and I was like, eh. I was mad like because I basically because thing. I wasted it. Yeah, it's an accessibility. It's for let you do, have let you let, have your cool stuff right then. Let the re-rees do their fucking thing. Yeah, I remember we live in this cell phone age where they, you know, that's the games are out to be like, let me let me just press a button and get seventeen. Let me, yeah, really let me put cool the things. difficulty on cinematic. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. So improving localized voiceover lip sync. That is a good thing. Another holy hell yes. <laughs> Another yes. Fucking do that. Fixing riders' movements when running in a zigzag pattern. All right, this is a weird glitch. It's a weird glitch. If you go left, right, left, right, left, right real fast, he, like, does, like, a horse stance from, like, karate. And, like, he, like, left foot, right foot. He stays in the horse stance and goes left, right, left, right. (laughs) It's really fucking weird looking. They've got videos of this online. And, oh, my God. Yeah, okay. I don't know how they figured this out because I never run like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never done it on accident. Steve. I've done it on Steve, purpose just to see. Steve, you're the bug tester. You were solely responsible for zigzag. I do running. blame whoever bug tested I this. I forgot. I, done, I, did just, I didn't zigzag. I was too busy running in the walls. A collision to zigzag. You're, you're just supposed to do the zigzag. Okay, let's see. What else we got? We've got more options and variety in the character creator. That's definitely a plus. Mm-hmm. Improvements to hair and general appearance for characters. That is a huge plus. The the hair they have right now, they've got like the, uh, you know, 13-year-old goatee. Mm-hmm. Where you've got like one long strand of hair right here and another one On an inch cheek. apart. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Another, yeah. Uh, like... You know, baby's first beard. Mm-hmm. You know, you just little rub them. Little, you don't get shaving cream at that age. What you do is you rub milk on your face and let the cat lick it off. What? <laughs> the cat's just like, and the hair's gone. And just goes, I was with you, but I did not you know. You never did that back in the day. No. <laughs> oh man, well you missed you missed some good times. No, I just ganked my dad's freaking I, razor I used and to, shaved I used my. To, I used to tell. To tell all the guys, man, I get mad pussy. Mad pussy. <sighs> okay. No, no, we're, no, no, we're not bringing it back. <laughs> and, then, and then some ninjas jumped down and they were like, oh my god, that was a signal. Alright, yeah, let's see. Ongoing improvements to cinematic scenes and animation. I like the sound of this because it lets us know it's ongoing. Yes. So when you have these jarring cinematic movies where you're like, oh man, this story is good. But this looks fucking bad that they're fixing those. Yeah. Thank God. And that that uh, that's not just the facial stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, there. I, I did get to see a video. I haven't. And so, like I said, I haven't gotten home to bed. We're doing this on Thursday after work, so I haven't even fucking seen right, the results right. of this patch yet. Uh-huh. But I have watched a short, like two minute long video. It showed a couple of the things side by side, mm-hmm. and like um. That one chick in the fucking, um, in the, whatever the fuck it's called, not the Citadel, but the other thing. That whatever, now, the, the fake, I can't, the fake Citadel, fake, I'm gonna call it fake Adele. The fake Adele. Just along, it goes along when you drive the, the fake O through the fake Adele. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, 
You you talk to her and she's like standing there, eyes wide open like a fucking zombie, rigid at the position of attention. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "My face is tired." Ugh. Oh, I know. She's like, "Oh, your dad died." Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. whoa. Oh, spoilers. Yeah. Oops. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, That's oh. been going around. That's been searching. Spoilers for the first fucking 30 seconds of the game. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, um, in any case, I've seen the, uh, the video of her and now she's like, you know, she leans back and she's got her arms folded and she has a little bit more of a motive face and, mm-hmm. you know, she, you know, it looks like, you know, the she's part of the world now. <laughs> yes. Yes. So ongoing improvements, I'm so glad. Yeah, just the fact they put ongoing in there to let us know, hey, we fixed some things, we're still fixing them. I think this next one is gonna be your favorite. Uh improvements to male romance options for Scott Ryder. Is Scott yeah. his first name? That's the uh that's the canon name for the first Scott Ryder. Scott Ryder is Riding hard. Okay, well, it says to to the male romance options. That means you can bang more dudes with Scott Ryder. Oh, yeah. Oh, I took, I didn't see. That's the way you went. I interpreted it as him, as him being a male that he has more No, he can bang almost every female in that fucking game. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he can bang his sister if you can wait for the mods to come out. Mm. The Sweet. real math. That's, that's the real math. And there, you'll know why they call them the Ryder twins. <laughs> Uh, adjustments to conversations with Hanley Abrams. Oh, Hanley Abrams is the first trans character in Mass Effect. Spoilers for Mass Effect. Spoilers. Andy she's Robinson. got both. It's got both. <laughs> no. It's, it's, no. <laughs> it's I, a man, baby. <laughs> I formally apologize. If it has a dick, it's time, a man. Having the end time podcast for Adam's insensitivity. Oh man, to our I, be, I am totally fucking insensitive. I'm the most insensitive person you ever met. I don't give a fuck what you got in your pants, but I'm totally gonna make fun of you. <laughs> he makes fun of me all the time. That's right. I got a bigger penis than he does. Yeah, that's what he thinks. Alright, let's see, let's see, skipping of that, decreased cost, blah, 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 let's see if there's anything else, fixed bugs where music or voiceover wouldn't play or wasn't correct. Ooh, that's a plus, again, you're playing a story game where music and stuff yeah. like that is kind of important, when you want those, those dramatic effects in the music and yeah. it's just not fucking there. Yeah, and it's, you get silence and it's like, uh. <laughs> You had this big revelation that it's supposed to be fucking trumpets and violins and you just hear dead silence. <laughs> Alright. Um fixed issue where player was unable to access remnant console interface after failing de- decryption multiple times. Now I had this happen to me mm. on the very first one. Awesome. Because I there's no tutorial thing that shows it. Uh-huh. And you have to press, I think it's like one of the shoulder buttons to move the fucking it starts off with a, it's just a, imagine a Sudoku thing comes up, mm-hmm. okay? And there's just a box, and you get to move the box, and you're like, okay, I can move the box around. If you hit A, like you're trying to select that box, mm-hmm. it, it goes, because you didn't put anything in. Um. And it's like, here, it's, it's like, you're trying to submit this for the game's approval. It goes, nah. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? And I look, I look at it, and... I'm sitting there reading through the options and I'm like, okay, well, let me, let me try it again. And I, I, I fucking move the thing over and 
I tried to hit A to confirm that that's the symbol I want to put in that box. <laughs> and so I did this two or three times because I'm a dumbass. And, uh, yeah, it locked me out. And the console didn't pop back up. And what I ended up doing was I went to back to the Shitadel for a little while. <laughs> the Shitadel. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> And, um, so I went back there and I fucked around for a little bit and then I came back and I was like, hmm, let me try it again. And it came up. So luckily for me, yeah. I got past that bug. Yeah. But, um, that bug did happen to me. Uh, let's see. Fixed issue where fast travel is sometimes disabled after recruiting Drac. Yeah, this game's got a lot of little gameplay glitches. Yeah, it's got a lot of, these are a lot of little issues in here that just basically fixed a lot of little it does say fix some issues relating to some saves. I don't know what that means. Oh boy! But this is the thing: is that you, I'm glad it hasn't happened to me yet, and I'm glad they fixed it. <laughs> okay, but there Woo. there are multiple save things that you know they could fix. Mm -hmm. um, one is that certain things, if you get a glitch, it'll overwrite some of your auto saves, Whoa. like your last couple of auto saves. That's not good. Yeah, it sent. Um, I think that. One chick on the know who was like super salty about it in the last video I watched of them mm -hmm. because, you know, it had overwrote like four hours worth of her saves and she had to go back four hours because of some fucking glitch. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks yeah. for confirming this game is shit. Well, I'm, I'm confirming that there was some serious shit wrong and you didn't even need that confirmed. Yeah. But they're fixing it. They're fixing it. And they're, Basically, they're trying to add all the points I've subtracted out of 10 back yeah, to this game. They're trying. They're, they're trying. They're trying hard. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to get there. Yeah. I don't think they're going to overcome this. This is going to be a 9.5 just because of the launch. Right. But um, if they can get everything fixed and everything back to, to on the level, I'll accept it. It'll mm -hmm. be a 9.5. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Anything else? Um... That's all. It's gonna, mostly it's going to be stability things, fixing bugged quests, fixing mm -hmm. glitches and collision and shit like that. Uh, and they said there's more to come. More to come, and that's very important that they know they didn't get it all in this pass. They just hit the major notes they could as fast as they fucking could, mm -hmm. and they're going to keep working it. And I, you know what, Bioware? You fucking let me down sometimes. But then you redeem yourself. Mm -hmm. You release Dragon Age 2, then you release Dragon Age Inquisition. Mm -hmm. You release fucking Mass Effect 3's shitty ending, and then you, Mass Effect 3's pretty good ending. Yeah. You know? You release fucking Mass Effect fucking Glitcherometer, <laughs> and, and, and then you patch it. So, you know what? You play with my fucking emotions, Bioware, and not in the way you're supposed to. Yeah. But... I love you for not just fucking leaving us there. So you're saying because some company, I love you? Some companies do that bullshit. Yeah. Some companies are just like, meh. You know, meh. taking it several levels above Andromeda period, what, what spoiled-ish age we live in where, oh, this is fucked up? We will send you this thing over the interwebs that you can install and it fixes problems for oh, you. Oh, yes. Oh, like, thank God. Coming from if where that we... had happened to your Zelda save and fucking just if, if, as recently as Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask, yeah, you're fucked, homie. Yep. You're fucked. Mm -hmm. Sucks for you. 
you know um that that was a life altering wreck right there mm-hmm. you know but now you can save your shit to the cloud you can save it to your fucking hard drive you can go back and edit the shit oh man it's so great you can sure. post the shit online where people can say, "Hey, well, let me play with this save file." That's that a, that's had. another thing is like people were having trouble with the character creator mm-hmm. because it melts faces for whatever reason. <laughs> whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, the uh, the character creator um, was not fully realized. Um, Dragon Age Inquisition actually had a better character creator. Dude, Dragon Age Inquisition had a very mm-hmm. in depth. Yes. I was actually intimidated about the level. You should have been. Because, but they were like, okay, that was kind of a little much. They put apparently, sliders apparently, in that motherfucker uh, where you could just, yeah. oh my god, yeah. So it appa- wasn't a left to right so they, slider. It was a, it was a graph. So they took the, slider. they took the feedback from that, and they've got graph sliders in this. Uh, <laughs> they took the feedback from that and said, you know what? Let's just dial this back a little bit. And they dialed back too much. Oh, okay. Okay, so now they you dialed got, it back to Dark Souls level. They dialed, <laughs> they dialed you it get back. Five presets. <laughs> you get five. You do get presets. <laughs> You get presets, you don't get a, and you, you can like tweak the preset, like yeah. expanding stuff. There's not enough options there to make it look. I made mine, I got lucky, the very first one I made looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people didn't. Yeah. And they made some fucking ugly people. And they actually formed a Reddit. Oh, just wow. for trading rider sliders. <laughs> right, the rider slider right. trading. No, they were just like, here's how to make a not ugly fucking rider. Thank God. So welcome to the age of the internet where people can get online and fucking help you. Yes, can help yeah. you. And They're like, here's a picture of what it looks like. This is how you and make it. And this is how you make it. Yeah. I used to do that back in the day with Call of Duty off topic. But yeah, you used to do that. You make your own character in Call of Duty. You lying son of a bitch. No, but you could make you could make emblems. I think in Modern Warfare two and three, maybe just three and up. You do that in Battlefield people, too. Yeah, yeah, better too. People were all because they gave you like forty, fifty different stamps, and you could manipulate the stamps. You could turn them. You could shrink them. But once you add them in a certain way, you could make any damn near any picture. You, I made a Mega Man one and. Uh, I made a Legend of Zelda one, and it's like, man, we gave you like numbers and stars and apostrophes and, and yep. dots, and you made like Mega Man on here. That's I, I like shit like that. Yep, people are creative. This is Not the me. internet age we live in, and that's how I found that video too. It was like, I want that picture, so I googled it, and it's like, here's what it looks like. Now here's the six minute video to tell you step by step how you make it. And that, they, another cool thing User is that you created. Can, you can kind of customize your armor like that. Uh-huh. You can pick the primary and tertiary colors and pick the exact color you want. Oh, nice. You know what I mean? They give you that. It's like a big triangle, mm-hmm. you know, and it has like the light, medium, and dark, you know, kind of graph on it where mm-hmm. you can spin this little wheel around it and pick like red or blue or purple or whatever hue you wanted. Yeah. yeah. You know, and get like the exact color you fucking want. Um, so there's are all the armor pieces, or is it just the whole entire armor set? I think you can choose. Oh, nice. I think you can. I can don't get don't quote me. I haven't fucked around gloves. with it a whole lot. I just kind of I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make him look different from Shepard. I'm not gonna yeah. go black and red. Yeah, I'm gonna go Pathfinder color. So I went with baby blue and white for everything. Mm-hmm. So his armor looks distinctly different from Shepard's. Because he doesn't deserve to be a shepherd. 
Not yet, anyway. No. Not until they find not that ever. Prothean and the Reapers come back and he kills the Reapers again. Not until we find out that the synthesis was the correct ending and now everybody's fucking immortal and we get to go back and meet like all the other Mass Effect characters and they just like tell him to go sit down while they figure, <laughs> while they fix all the problems. What if? What if the Metal Gear's the Metal Gear? What if fucking Snake showed up? What if it turned into me, a massive metal metal metal, metal effect Andromeda two, where it's like Ryder walks in and it's Shepard. Shepard's like, no, nope, you you sit over there, pal. We got this. And then you just play as all the old characters. What again. would you do if in the trailer, the the little the little preview trailer from Andromeda? Say you just decided you weren't going to play Andromeda. Because I'm not. Because you game. probably aren't because you're a dick. So you're like, eh, I'm not going to play. I'll skip Andromeda, whatever. And the next Mass Effect trailer comes out, and it's nothing. it shows Ryder standing there all like heroically like, we've got to stop him. We can't let him do this to Andromeda. And it shows the Reapers like fucking everything up. And then all of a sudden you see like a, a red and black arm reach over and sh- Push him the fuck out the way. <laughs> what do you do? We see, well, and that's like the end. You don't. You don't see what happens. You don't see what happens. Uh-huh. You just see. You see the red black. You just shoves him out of the way, dude. and you hear, "Get the fuck out of my way, kid." Does the renegade <laughs> option pop up? Yeah. And then, and that's like that's like the the. It, when you go back and play through Andromeda, just so you can see <laughs> Portrait State file in Shepard's game. <laughs> <laughs> Would you? Maybe. <laughs> yes, you would. Maybe. You fucking son of a but bitch. Mass Effect was a bad series. So. Fuck you. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're having fun with Andromeda, man. I am. I'm having That's a lot of fun. That's all that counts too. Is it? And that is what all. Yeah, and I'm, I'm. I'm gonna get this game out of the way. I'm gonna. I'm focusing on Andromeda. Mm-hmm. And then I gotta go back, and finish The Witcher Three. Yep. Then I'm gonna do Zelda. You are fucking bullshit. I can't. I've, I've got plates spinning. Okay. I've got, I've got too much. I haven't completed. Look. Okay. My computer died uh, about two years ago. My poor fucking computer. It didn't deserve what it got. I got hit by lightning. Yeah. I've had lost, that happen in my life. And I and lost, and I lost everything. I had to rebuild. And the only thing I was able to salvage mm-hmm. was the RAM sticks and the fucking cpu oh god new so, pc huh yeah and i didn't even bother saving ram sticks i went to fucking best buy and got new ram so the only part of the computer i'm using right now is actually the cpu and i'm not even sure that i'm gonna keep with this fucking cpu i mean the motherboard the fucking video card everything got changed everything hard drives are gone because they died one right after the other just one died and the other one started acting funny and i was like you're going you're on your fucking way out too so i'm getting rid of you so after i did this complete overhaul cost me i i dry, i was like you know what today's the day i'm not fucking cutting yep, corners yep. i gotta get a whole new fucking computer so i'm gonna get a new case new fucking fans i'm new dropping every some money thing. and you i don't dropped, to drop a ton but i was yep. like you know what if i have to buy a whole new computer this time i've got this motherfucker on like two lightning things and mm-hmm. i don't even you know what it here's a little tr- trick that i fucking learned do not plug your goddamn pc into anything mm-hmm we got to plug it into something to get power. To get power, and that's it. But don't run your internet cord from your router 
to your PC mm-hmm. be, and without some sort of surge protector on right. it. Right. Yep. I've learned that. If too. you don't have it on your fucking Ethernet or on your internet cable, that's where lightning comes in. Yep. Doesn't matter if you got it on 16 different fucking surge protectors. Mm-hmm. You know, surge protector plugged into a surge protector, plugged into a surge protector for the power. Cause that's not the line it's coming in on. Mm-hmm. It's going to come straight through your fucking router. Yep. And blow your shit the fuck apart. Cause you, it happened to me. You and I, me too. Me okay. and I both so, had this instance where when it like, traced back, it was the ethernet. Happened like that. And I was so mad, so yeah. salty. Mm-hmm. Now I run wireless, and yep. I don't really have any big problem. I play online games. And I don't have a big problem. Another thing, wireless the, has gotten better. Another thing but, about the age we live in, we just internet, wireless internet, motherfucker. And, and the, and the I remember when you had. I remember when you couldn't log on at three a.m. because you'd wake your parents up. Yep. 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 When the modem would scream. Bloody fucking murder. You had to summon a demon to get the internet. <laughs> okay. I'm not even going to try to replicate the horrible, wretched noise that would come out of a 56K modem. Yeah. But look it up. It's bad. Look it up. Yeah. So. But yeah, it, we live in an age now where we're no, it's not only do we have ridiculously stupid fast ethernet, they have gigabit coming out and fiber wire and all that shit. But we have wireless internet. And the wireless internet is not shit. It's fucking great. It's good enough to play multiplayer gaming on. With no lag, no issues. So, in any case, we're going back to the original point here mm-hmm. is that I was like three quarters of the way through Inquisition mm-hmm. when this happened. And it shat on my everything. Yep. And at some point, I found out after I rebuilt my entire fucking computer... I had turned off the auto fucking update to cloud thing on Origin. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, for, for everything? For everything. So wow. I had to re-download all the games and I, I booted up fucking Inquisition with a heavy heart and realized that my first save was an hour and a half. Yep. Into the goddamn game. And there's a list of games you lost and I was out like, on too. Oh yeah. There's Dragon Age, there was, like, Dragon Aids, there oh, was Grand Theft Auto Five. The, the fucking oh man. And I and I was on the last mission of Grand Theft Auto Five. I went back and beat that again because it was just it was you know, worth fuck it. around and play. Yep. But and I and I would go back and beat Inquisition again, but it's daunting. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, Man, now I'm going to have to, because it's not like going through a Bioware game the second time like you normally do, where you make all the other decisions to see mm-hmm. what happens. I wanted to see what happened with the first group of decisions. So right. I have to go back through that game, making the same decisions over again, the same love interest, the same everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just not up to it yet, man. <laughs> I'm just not there. Yep. I'm not at that point in my life. And I've got that, The Witcher, this new Zelda game coming out. I've got a couple of Zelda games I haven't fucking gotten around to fight, and I haven't given their due diligence to. You spoiled, spoiled man. And look, I'm spoiled by what I am and fucking sorry because I've got kids and a wife and I have to spend time with them, you know, as a, as a, as a a good person, you know, I have to make time for my family, Mm -hmm. you know, and so it's like you go to work. You have your family time, try to do your stuff, try to, try to be a good person and then do what you can for gaming and I'm the kind of guy, if I have time left over at 10 o'clock at night and I plan on going to bed at 12, I'm not playing Andromeda. Yeah. I'm not going to turn Andromeda on so I can get my teeth sunk into it and turn it off. Yeah. You know, it takes me about an hour to get fucking going in a game, Mm -hmm. you know, to where I'm like, click, 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 click. And if I, and this is the reason I can't beat The Witcher yet is because 
I if I don't have three hours minimum to play a game, I won't play it. Yeah, and not not a game like that. I'll stick to my one off games if I'm at two or below two hours or below. Yeah. So I'm I'm cranking out War Thunder or I'm cranking out fucking some kind of shooter or you know something like that to where I can just kind of fuck around. Well, this is what we talked about. Uh, back in the past, and this is something I've heard from other gamers as well, is that the older, the older most gamers get, they start turning to these quick put up, pick up, put down flash type games where they can, they can crank out like 15, 20 minutes of time and feel satiated yeah. and finished. And it's not because they're lazy. Man, I'm gonna tell you right now, people like me and you, but if we put our time in, yeah, we have fucking put time in on RPGs, games, long games, short games, what have you. We have spent those long days, months, weeks, hours losing sleep, doing that, been there, fucking done that. So today, when I hear somebody, a game will come out and they're like, oh, you got this new game? And I'm like, man, it, it's it looks good. It's on my backlog. Like, oh, okay, and then two weeks later, oh, man, I got this new game. And I'm like, man, I, I'll i get to it sometime. I don't feel bad about it. Neither do I, because, number one, I've already done that shit. But second, I will get to it. We're not going to be working forever. Our children are going to grow up. One of these days, I'm going to kick all these fucking kids out of my house <laughs> and play games all day while I'm I collect my retirement. Until my hands cannot play games anymore, until my wife sits me down and says, we cannot fix your hands. Like, you physically cannot play games if I can't fucking Bullshit, play Bullshit, they got robotic hands coming out. Damn right they do. I can voice control that shit. Mm-hmm. Some way, I will, I, my retirement will be set on playing games. So right now, if if I have to take these 20, 35 out of 5 games and put them to the backlog, I'm fine with that. I don't play things to play the most hip, new, awesome thing. That's also not saying that I'm never going to play them. I will get to them some point. But when a game is out where I just have to fucking have it, oh, like Breath of the Wild, I will work on it. I will probably work on that game, maybe another game, but. Yeah. Well, you're, you're in a better position than I am because one, your wife plays games. Mm-hmm. And so she's ultra sympathetic to the whole gaming cause. And, oh, yeah. you know, um, and two, you don't have kids yet. Yeah. So that you don't have them coming up and asking questions in the middle of it or. Yeah. Interrupting you and go, Daddy, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Because just like that, if I have, you know, they say it's uh seven o'clock at night and I'm about to play a game, well, I know I can't actually start until about eight. Yeah. Because I, so that means my first hour of gaming is going to be, you know, something that I can easily put down and go, you know, oh, you need water? Okay, whatever. I can fucking help you with that. I'm, you know, and my wife's really great about it. She'll yep. get she'll get a lot of that stuff for me, but mm-hmm. she doesn't always. And when she doesn't, it's got to be me, and I got to fucking you know, I got to get up and you know take care of the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm looking at like you know, even if I have an early start on my gaming, I can't really get into the games I want to play until you know that situation is rectified now on the weekends i can make up for time oh yeah i can make up for some time on the weekends because i got all day and i can always pause fucking andromeda and go in there and fucking make them a sandwich leave yep you know what i mean but see even in them even in this spoiled age we live in where auto save is a rampant thing and save anywhere to the to the extent of almost quick saving anywhere it it makes you feel like so shit Mm-hmm. If you're playing a game where, like, all right, I'm in this dungeon, 
I've did two or three of the 30 rooms. I guess I gotta go to sleep. Um, I really need to stop. I gotta stop playing. I wanna keep going through this fucking dungeon, but I, I gotta stop. Yep. But I just have to remember that I've had those days where all I had to fucking do in life was go to school and come home and spend 8, 9, 12, 14 hours, get 3 hours of sleep, and then grow, yeah, go through a, school. I've already did my time with that. I'm, 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 my time isn't over. That's a life to dedication to me. I, my favorite time is 3 a.m. Nobody <laughs> yeah. fucking talking to me. Nobody asking me questions. You know, I'm fucking Your in there. Your wife lets you be, you know. Yep, you know, and you're just in there like, fuck it. Speaking of which, yeah, when you just get in there and you just fuck it. And you just fuck it. You yeah. just fuck the game, your wife, everything. Let me, let, let fucking everything. I'm gonna do a little end of time romance corner for a second. Oh no. I'm gonna tell you something for you ladies out there and for you men out there. If oh, you are, if you are listening to this podcast right now and you are a genuine, authentic gamer, as in you, that is your pastime. That's what you love to do. We wanna fuck you. No. We want you to come here and let us Let me tell you something. Let me give you a piece of romance advice. Remember, Adam and I are both married, and that's not saying we're experts in this field, but we know some key things you need to look out for. Let me tell you right now, you need to be putting that gaming shit out there to whoever you're dating. If it is the predominant thing that you do, if that is your predominant hobby, that's that's like your love, your life, your passion, you need to let them know. Don't ever settle for somebody that makes you change that shit. You shouldn't be accepting anybody that wants you to change, period, unless you're just some piece of shit and they're trying to make you better. But, like, I'll give an example. My wife, I put this to her when we first met, and I was like, look, here in this living room, in front of this TV, with a Mm -hmm. controller in my hand, if you're talking, you know, five months into this dating, that's where I'm going to be. If you're talking, you know, three, four years into a marriage, that's where I'm going to meet. If we're talking 40 years into a marriage, unless I physically can't play, I will always be in this house on my lazy ass in a chair in front of a TV with a controller or a keyboard mouse in my hand playing games. Is this going to be a problem? And her response was, well, I mean, I'll always know where you are. So cool. That's the type of person you need to be looking for. Don't don't settle for yeah, the man. ones that tell you, well, they're, they're well, gonna, you need to stop what, playing What you really need. You need to quit that game what, and shit. What you really be need you. is somebody be. that jives well with you. Except if you are going to be if you are going to be sitting there in front of the games all day and this is not this is not a a um recreational activity for you. This is a passion. You know, like it is with you, mm-hmm. then damn straight. They need to know that this is not going to be something you change. Yeah. Um, if this is something that you do and you're like, okay, well, I play this occasionally. Eh, okay. Yeah. You know, you can let them know about it and, you know, they can fucking tell you when to get off. Yeah. It's cool. You know, you do Always, what you do. Just in relationships, people, be you and look for somebody that accepts you for what and how and who you are. That's what you need to look for. This has been the relationship corner at, at the end of time cast. This is weird. If this you is have the end any of relationship, if cast. you have any questions about romance life, you can always email us at endoftimecast at gmail.com. That's endoftimecast at gmail.com. We will be happy to give you some relationship advice. I know this has been kind of a short episode. But we'll catch you later. <laughs> All right. We're budget cuts. My week, man. Not going to be much different than last week because I've been playing Breath of the Wild still. Oh, I, yeah? Did I you beat it, it yet? No. Did you beat it? No. 
That actually brings up. Did you get the Pegasus boots? Brings up a good point right off the bat. No, I did not. You fucking fuck. Uh, this is another thing that I agree with on, uh, I was watching Giant Bomb, the, one of their podcasts, and they were talking about, uh, I want to say Jeff Gersman was saying how he was like, yeah, the story was really, he's like, I, I, I didn't care about the story, the, the blah, 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 and, uh, uh, Brad Shoemaker jumped in and said, yeah, but this, I played this game for the gameplay and the the exploration and the discovery i and this it's it feels so weird to say did you really play the old zelda games for the story yes yes you did you played them for the story they had excellent stories <laughs> the story and drove the next question the story drove your exploration the story drove the game it was the all story this, drove like a your fucking graphic novel and your gameplay but you did not solely play it for that and that's what Breath of the Wild is. It's there for the discovery, for the exploration. Point of fact, I have it in my head that even when I do beat, quote-unquote, beat the game, as in I beat Ganon and save Zelda and I write the world, I'm probably going to still be playing the same game, still going through it, because I still want to explore the world. I don't think that I will be done. You'll be riding around on your magic carpet with Zelda, like, oh, I can show you the world. Totally different game. Totally different thing. Totally different game. I will probably be going back to that game on a new game file. I don't even know. I don't know if it has new game plus. Don't know. But I will be going back to that game. Just I want to know if when I beat the game, if I want to go back to it. But I'm probably not going to go. Do, we should. We should start a let's play on that. Adam is just all about a let's play now because we just spent some of the break watching some gameplay footage, and he is just a. Critic. I fucking hate these people. To, who are these guys? Critic. I'm not calling them out. You should call them out so no. I can tell you they fucking suck. No, you don't <laughs> watch Let's Play critically. You don't you watch do. them. No. You tell them they're garbage because they don't know how to play the fucking game. Can I talk about my week? No. Or are you just going to bash No, Let's fuck players? these people. You just want a blanket statement? I mean, the, the other guy doesn't suck quite as bad as the first guy who's fucking the ice palace this is the same guy is it yes well that's probably it explains why he's only got three for the audience two and a half hearts for you a wonderful people in the audience while we're recording oh, this, we have again. we have let's play stuff in the background just it's background visuals for us uh-huh. and he's just we just oh, can't man. get off this, this guy's thing. fucking terrible when i do beat breath of the wild i don't think that i am gonna say that i've beaten it until i felt like i've explored every Square Nook foot and of cranny. Game. Yes, that's what this game is about. That's what it's. That's, that's still giving. To that's me. the way Zelda goes. You're supposed to be. You know, you're supposed to do that. Like you're right now, to, you're I supposed have, to be second nature, which is why I can't fucking stand watching these dudes. I have it in my head that without looking the information up, that apparently there's like 120 ish of these shrines per my file. I'm like 60 something into it. So Damn. I'm only halfway through. Well, That's actually kind of daunting to me right now because I feel like I have scoped out most of these. Like I'm walking across several acres of land and not seeing a shrine. So that means most of the rest of these must be hidden. They must have some quest to have unlock you tried them. just randomly setting bushes on fire? I've been doing all This is like the things. Zelda checklist for how you how you figure out shit. You're like... Did you try? Instead of, instead of turning it off and turning it back on again, it's setting bushes on fire. Listen, <laughs> that's exactly what this game is all about. Oh, yeah. You, you, you see, burn the fuck out of some bushes. You can just see things in the overworld, and you will go, that's here. 
I wonder if I can do something to it. I wonder if I do put a bomb by this wall. I wonder if I move that rock. I wonder if I set this on fire. I wonder if I shoot an arrow into that thing. I bet it does something. Mm. Four times out of five, it does something. Damn. So I'm still finding new things. I'm still finding new areas. I'm still having tons of fun with this game. Well, that's good. I've got three. That's not, a, not, a, not what I didn't want to hear. Yeah. You know what I mean? I definitely wanted to know that this Zelda game was... How many hours are you into it? I'm 106-ish right now. When you're at 106 hours, and you're like, eh, I'm still fine shit. Yeah. I'm nowhere near close. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I'm like, yeah, okay, this game's going to be awesome. I'm never going to have time to play it, but it's fucking awesome. And see, that's the thing. Well, you you will. Be a game that I retire. <laughs> you will. The the great another great thing about this game is that you can save anywhere. Not mm. like a quick save, but it's not you like can, Andromeda where it's like. <laughs> yeah. No, you do get checkpoints, and they're they're fairly fair. They're very fair. But you can just if you just stop in the middle of the field and you go save right now, you can just save and pick it back up. So the pick up and play is there for you. And if you happen to get a switch, it's even better for you because you can take the fucking thing with you. But I'm a hundred and six something hours into the game and still I, I'm I'm eager to get home and play it. I'm eager to pick it up and play it. I'm I'm fiending for it. I am now to the point where I'm taking gigantic acres of this map. And I zoom all the way in and I put a plot point down and I go, Okay, I want to start here. You're just gonna Rico Rodriguez this shit. Yes, that's exactly, yeah, you know what I mean. I'll put a plot point down and I'll say, I'm going to start here. And then I'll just look, I'll move the map cursor around and go, okay, this looks like maybe some stuff, I'll put a marker here. And then I'll go a little bit further up, I'll put a marker, I'll just make a trail of like six markers. And it will take me a day or two of playing to get through these because there's two or three things to do at every point that I happen to mark down. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll be like, oh, what do you know? This is a hilltop. There's nothing here. But the next point I get to is like, hey, there's a Korok seed here, obviously. Hey, there's a little quest thing over here. To There's a here's a bunch of enemies over here. I wonder, here's a band of enemies. Let's see what they've given me in the field. What can I use to kill these enemies? What can I do to just fuck with these guys? What can I do to fuck these enemies? Still having fun. Uh, I've done three of the main bosses, which I know in my head canon I have one more major dungeon to do, and then I've pretty much got the end of the game. I've got the last, I've got Hyrule Castle to finish, but I can already tell that's not going to be the end for me. I'm going to get the, I'm going to get through there and have the epic battle that I hope it is, and get the ending. I'm like, all right, cool, let's keep going. Let's find whatever else I can do. If it turns out there is no new game plus, I don't care. I've already got it in my head. I'm going to be going back through this game all the way from scratch, all the way from bottom. What I would like to do, if I could either find one to buy it or if I could borrow one from somebody, I would love, I would love to have the Ocarina of Time outfit. Uh, I would love to start a brand new game and just have that as my armor, just so I could look like classic Link again. This is not a deal. You break. go get the uh, you get the fucking Link outfit from the original NES yeah, fucking yeah. manual where he doesn't have pants. No, and he's just he has around pants all bare ass. As far as I know, the the classic outfits are the Ocarina of Time one, the cl- the the Wind Waker one, uh-huh. and of course these are very and ancient. the eight bit Zelda one. But yeah. the eight bit Zelda one in the instruction manual, that motherfucker did not have pants. Yeah, I know. And you can get the uh, Twilight Princess one. So every time so, you climb a rock, you can see his nuts. Stop saying back you can my see shit. His fucking nuts. You have you're, you're literally dumping sand in the bags over there. Let me no, finish. I am. 
So minish fucking. Honestly, shit if there. I had either one of those four, I'd be happy. But I, that's the one that I want. I would love to start a brand fresh new game, and even if it took me spending, because apparently the way these amiibos work. What, is, what if, wait, 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 before you get before you get too far into it, what if you use the uh, the uh, the Ocarina of Time amiibo and it put Navi in the game? It wouldn't bother me. And you just had to like spam the button to stop her from talking. So, uh, hey, I never listen, had, hey, listen, I hey, never listen, hey, listen, hey, listen, hey, listen, hey, listen, hey, listen. If anybody wants to know my level of, all right, this is too fucking much. This is something you won't know because you're a fucking peasant scrub who never played a lot of Mega Man games. Fuck you. Mega Man X5 puts, there's a, there's a girl, I forget her name, but oh my Jesus God, in this game. You take five steps. She goes, hey, and she gives you like seven, eight prompts of, hey, the bottom line, this is how you get to the next part. And then you get to the next part. You go, thanks for telling me to shoot that wall. Now I know. And then you step forward. It's, oh, 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 let, me, let me give you five, six, seven more prompts and tell you what's coming up. Okay, thanks for letting me know. I need to jump over this pit. I'll jump over the pit. This happens way too fucking much in that game. That is not how I equate Nabby. I never... I never had a huge issue with Navi in, in Ocarina of Time. I know that's a big thing, but she's not that bad. That is ridiculous bad. Uh, also, as far as Breath of the Wild goes, I've just, I want to say round about the hundredth hour, I apparently stumbled across something that you, you were apparently, you could have found within the first five hours of the game. It was like part of the main, if you just said, yes, I will go to point B next, and then I will go to point C, you would have found this thing. I found it, and it was a hundred something hours into the game. They're like, hey, this is this really cool thing that gives you this really cool upgrade, and we'll continue to give you an upgrade. I've been going without that this whole time. So that's because you garbage. Boom. No, because the game opened the fucking world and said, just pointed this finger across the whole landscape and said, there you go. Go. Now you can go here because this is where we really, this is where the quest will lead. Or you can just go fucking explore the world. And I just, I got off on a side. 100 hours later. Oh yeah. You could have been doing this the whole time. Yeah. If you had followed the path, you would have found this thing, but I didn't. I just went this way and that way and got off on a side tangent and got off on a side quest and then started looking at shrines and started doing main side dungeons and shrines and all this shit. So, such a good game. I know that you want to go through Witcher 3. If you've committed to do that, I can respect that because that is, that's been a while. It's been a long time coming. But man... You're going to enjoy this game when you play it. I'm trying my best not to talk a shitload about it because I don't want to oversell it to you. That's Oh, man, it's, it's sold already. It's Good. there. It's it's one of the games I'm going to get. Good. The only problem I have with it is as awesome as it is that it's going to take this long, I don't know if I have the time in my schedule right now. Just don't worry about and that. And that's the issue is that, like, and I know Zelda's going to be one of those games I can pick up, run around, stop, pick up, run around, stop, yes. pick up, run around, stop. And that's yes. a good thing because it's not like fucking Witcher where I'm like, okay, what the hell was I doing? I got into the main quests, into the main dungeons when I felt like. Like the first one that I got to, I had already done like 15, 20 shrines. I had already upgraded some shit. I had explored damn near the whole entire world. And I said, you know what? 
not because I want to see where the story goes, not because I just think it's about time I just go do a dungeon. I think I'll just go check one out. And then when I got done, I was like, oh, cool. Okay, the dungeon's over. I'm going to go see what some other shit in the world's like. And I just went and explored. Just had fun. And that's awesome. That's so That is a great. fucking awesome thing to do in a game. Yeah. Uh, I've been upgraded. I've got more hearts. Uh, I did get the Master Sword. You did? You finally did. pulled that fucker out. And I want to tell you something, by the way. This is something you need to know. So this is not a spoiler. This is something you need to know because you saw this. We were watching. Uh, remember we ha- I had a video up one day? Uh-huh. And you were like, that's what the Master Sword looks like. That's not, and here's why. I figured out why you thought it was. He had a sword equipped, but he was hovering over other things, and that's what the name popped up. So he had, what he had was a was a great flame sword equipped, and that's what was uh-huh. on him. But when he moved the cursor around, it stopped on the master sword, and that's what the text said. Uh-huh. So yeah, okay. the master sword looks like the master sword. Now that being yeah, said, the, yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know if there's something. Is there a fucking Smith in the game? If there's something or somebody out there that upgrades, you do your like I used sword. to do on Link to the Past and hold your sword over his hammer. And be like, hey, you know, upgrade that on accident for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, again, no. If there is a way to upgrade it, I do not know. And also, uh, and this is this shouldn't be a spoiler because you you already know all the shits there except for the hero's tunic. the The Hylian shield is in this game somewhere. I don't know where the fuck it is. I just know. I do. You do. I do. Okay. You you legitimately know. I legitimately. Well, then don't. I'm not gonna spoil it for you. <laughs> I'm not a dick asshole. But yes, my but, idea. Yeah, that was that was one of the things I was gonna tell you is that I know where all that shit is. Yeah. And my I, I know a couple of other things that you probably don't know. What that you I probably would... haven't figured out. It's like rare stuff. It's you like. Under certain, you you remember how like little tips and tricks that like you may not kind of know, mm-hmm. um like okay well if this enemy does this and you do this at this exact time then you can do this and it's fucking cool or you get extra items like or blah, uh, blah blah like blah blah. A random and I've been example. trying not to. T- you want me to give you a negative? No, example? I'm saying a random example would be hey did you know in Mega Man X if you use uh. The, the cutter weapon from Boomer Quanger on Flame Mammoth. You cut, you can cut his trunk off. Those little tips and tricks. That it's, and no, I'd say this is more along the line. Well, fuck of, you then. This is more along the line. <laughs> going back to another Zelda thing. Mm-hmm. Is that, did you know that if you, uh, what was it, uh, yeah, you ma- remember those little fucking, I'll those, tell you. Uh, yeah, we were just talking about the little fucking, the little green dicks that walk around, mm-hmm. you know, you can sprinkle the, the past, you sprinkle yeah. the, you sprinkle the fucking fairy dust on them and they turn into a little dude with glasses. Well, if you kill one of those, you get a full mana pot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That kind of stuff. I'll tell you what. Spoilers for Breath of the Wild. I hope I haven't done any so far. Uh, hey, you're going to get the Master Sword in the Breath of the Wild, but good luck finding it, bitches. <laughs> uh, since I've done so much, I will give you free reign to tell me one cool thing. One cool thing. Because I'm going to find a bunch more, and I have found a bunch more okay. on my own, but sure, tell me one. Tell you and one And I'll tell cool you if thing. I've done it. They have an enemy mm-hmm. that will... Um, Describe it's like, the enemy to me. Okay. Now, I've I've only seen a general... I don't know what the enemy's called anymore. Mm-hmm. I could have told you a couple weeks ago, but I can't do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have an enemy that's like a rust slime thing. Or, uh, it sucks that it's got a, it's get something they'll suck in. 
suck stuff in. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. If you throw a rusty weapon at that, mm-hmm. he'll suck it in and spit out a a perfectly forged one. Oh wow! I know the way. Yeah. So there are there are enemies in the game. You remember? Uh, you remember in uh, Ocarina of Time? Yes. Do you remember uh, they had a name that the Deku shrubs? I think they were called. They would yeah. pop on the ground, and if you got further away, they would pop out and shoot a seed at you. Yeah. Those are all throughout the game. But you find some that pop up and go. And I want to say in. this is one of the octo things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm getting that. Yeah, it's, it's got the. Uh, but if you find a little thing, it'll suck stuff in. If you toss stuff at it, you'll get a different result. I'm gonna find that fucker. Out. I'm just gonna throw some other stuff. At if you it. got like a rusty broadsword or some shit like that, he'll spit out a fucking pristine broadsword. Who? That suck the rust right off of. Neat it. trick. And see, there. And there I know lies, about four or five more of these. Now, now, mm-hmm. there, therein lies just one of the another great point about this game is I bet you money that whoever the people that found that, unless they read it somewhere, they were probably just fucking around. Yep. And said, "Man, well, what happens? That here's how I imagine it happened. They they probably just got into a fight in a little battlefield." And mm-hmm. not only did they drop weapons, but sometimes you'll find weapons just there. Randomly around. You will find, you'll walk up to an encampment and you'll see a bunch of uh, bokoblins or whatever. They're just ha dancing around a fire. Mm-hmm. When they see you, they turn around Metal Gear Solid style like, what? They won't come at you. They go over to where their weapons are lying and pick up their weapons. Oh, fuck, let's get our weapons now. We're going to come at you. So this guy was probably in the area. Where there was some weapons around, there was probably mm-hmm. a sword there, and he was like, "Oh fuck, what do I do? What do I do?" And shit was getting sucked in, and he he knew it was a rusty sword, spit it in, got sucked in, and spit it out, and he was like, "Wow, that right there, that moment I just described, this game is chock fucking full of that." You want there. another one? Huh? No, I gave you one. Oh man, I, I got a cut. I got. I will. I won't. I will keep the shield back. I won't tell you about the shield. No, keep it. Keep okay. it. And again, I mean, it's not. I, for me, that moment will never come. I know. I stress to you, room. I'm not saying you have. This will be one of the first things I do. I know you. Ha- <laughs> I know you haven't, but I'm just. I'm just stressing. Please, for your sake, don't read anything else. Don't watch gameplays. Don't read little things that people do. Don't even read. Don't even watch people's experiences. Oh, I'm gonna pick I up. Ha- I have kind of gone black on Zelda. Good. Stay that way because but. that is what this game is about. I'll tell you right. I'll, you know what? I'll throw this out there. I'll throw this out there. If somebody come up to me right now and spoil the ending to Breath of the Wild, I would not be like, oh, "Well, fuck it. My gaming experience is ruined." I'll be like, "I okay, cool. I know what's gonna happen." I may not know how it's going to happen, but you know Link's going to fucking save the day and Ganon's going to be destroyed. Or maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? But I'm not playing this game for the story. I'm not playing because I want to know what happened. And like how. It's nice to know these things. I'd like to know how Ganon got so fucking powerful that he's a fucking blight on the world. But I'm not playing it for the ending. I stopped playing for the story probably about the time they, they just opened up the fucking door to the world and said, go. Now I'm playing it because I just want to experience the world to the point to where I'm pretty sure I'm going to play this again. Now, what I would like to do, I would love to have that amiibo that would let me have that costume. I would immediately start trying to get hearts and get shrines done and get the master sword. I'd love to, hopefully by then I know how to get the the healing, the healing sword, uh, shield. I would get that too. And I'd love to play this game for hours and hours and hours and hours on end. Just looking like the old classic Link that I have. So maybe I'll get to do that. It's not a deal breaker. If I beat the game and I don't have the Amiibo, I'm probably just going to go back through the game anyway. I would. It's 
I'd but love I it. mean, he, I mean, there are just, and some of these are like, one of them I bet would fucking even a hundred hours in, I bet it would save your ass. I should have, I should have told you that one. Just keep it. So sad. It's so fucking sad because you probably have no utility out of that. You've already got better shit probably well, than what that's going to get. Way you. beyond, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you want me to give you one that helps you? Yeah, I'm just you asking. You are just chomping at the bit. I'm chomping at. I've one. been wanted. I've been thinking about these things for weeks. And I go just ahead. wanted to know if you knew it. Go go ahead. Give me another one. one this is the last one I'm going to give you. Forever. Okay. Ex- except when me and you play and you've done yeah. stuff, we will swap things back and forth. Because yeah. that's another great thing about this game. Hey, did you... When you went into this campment near Kakariko, Kakariko Village, how did you handle it? Oh, well, I just went in I and... I killed all the villagers. Not me. I shot a fucking fire arrow at this pillar, at this thing, and it did this and did that. And how... how Wow. Me I shot a fire at the chief's house and it burnt down and now he's homeless. <laughs> what? You can do that? Yes, you can. The fact that you can handle these situations. You see Link walking away from the flames like Sephiroth. <laughs> he's like, oh, and he's like some little spiky haired fucking Kakariko kids like, you motherfucker. Link has his hair up in fucking spikes. And he's got long flowing hair and he's walking he's around. He's got the bigger on sword. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, he's like dragging it behind him. And it's the like, Buster Sword, the clouds are bitch. <laughs> Go ahead, give me one more. All right. Did you know that if you perfectly time a block on that giant laser thing that the Guardians shoot, you can reflect it back at them? No, I did not. Now you know. And no, he's at the battle, no matter what shield you have. As long keep as it's not wood. Mind. You have to perfectly block it. Okay, I'll keep it in perfect. mind. If you Dark Souls block it. So you, you need to parry it. No, Dark Souls block it. You have to be perfect timing. With your block, when they do their laser thing, you know you can tell when they're about yeah, to hit you with the laser. When you perfect block in Dark Souls, you parry and then you can repost. Yes. Okay, so you need to parry. Okay, I, I wouldn't give one. Yes, yeah, say you're right. Say you're right. Say you're Michael, right. you're right. You're right. Thank you. You big fucker. <laughs> uh, another thing about this game that the reason, another reason why I put this uh, for those that don't know what I'm talking about on the End of Time podcast page, uh, I put up a picture. I've been trying to put up pictures now and again, just showing my progress, like. This is how many hours I've played, and this is what I've done. And it actually looks, for somebody on the outside that knows how many hearts you can get and how many shrines there are, when you see something that says 106 hours, but I've only got like 11 hearts and I've only done 64 shrines, to the outside eyes, that may be like, man. You didn't do shit. Yeah, what are you doing, just grinding all day? No, because 80 of those hours are me not doing Are him unable to climb a hill. He's yeah. been stuck in the first hill he came across well, for 80 hours. <laughs> here's another thing. Uh, round about 90 hours in, I finally found, uh, for the first time, I had a mountain area that I could not climb. So, yeah, I had to go around and find, I mean, I had to travel a good distance out of the way to find out where I could actually make better footholds to where my stamina could match it. But I was like, wow, it took, I've been going through this game and climbing houses, hills, mountains, uh, mountain sides, sheer cliffs, all that. And I finally found an area where, like, nah, bro, you have nowhere near enough stamina. Well, still found a fix. I just found a place where I could. The fact that the barriers in this game are so few. But when you do find them, they are big. Like, if you go way outside of your zone, if you go to places that you, you really shouldn't be in, 
you're still going to get one shot. That's, yeah. an, that's another aspect of this game. I have a fuck ton of hearts. I have, I've upgraded a few of my armors here and there. I have some, I guess, okay lower level armor. Mm-hmm. I'm still getting two, one, sometimes two shot by enemies. So, kind of like Dark Souls, you still need to battle in this game. You can't just, you know, get 40 hearts and oh, you're just plowing through the game. It has a combat system. And if you utilize the combat system well, you're going to do fine. If you don't, you're going to get shit stomped. That's how they should do. That's, That's how, how every is. game should do. It's rewarding. Even even games like Made for Children. Mm. They should be fucking brutal. Always Teach do. children fucking life is hard. You should, all, you should just hand your child a Nintendo and say, good luck. You should, <laughs> hand, you should hand your child a Nintendo and say, figure out how to turn it on. And he says, I don't have a what is, I don't let have me, games. Let me explain. <laughs> I bought my little girls a fucking N64. Uh-huh. Okay. They didn't know how this thing worked. Mm-hmm. They were like, what? They like, they were hitting the controller trying to turn it on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. I was watching them hit the start button. Oh, like, wow. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, it was so great. <laughs> I was just sitting there like, <laughs> and they were like, okay, so you turn it on and you put the game in. No. <laughs> no, you don't. Adam, for me and the podcast audience, if you could give us some type of timeline, when do you think you'll actually buy this game? When do I think I'll month? buy the game? Or are when, we, when are you I will probably get playing? the game for my wife so she can play. And that ain't going to work won't well be very, for you, buddy. That won't be very long, actually. And then, as, oh man. So if I get done with Andromeda, because I, Andromeda progress and Witcher progress is very spotty. Yeah. Cause like I said, I, sometimes I have time to play, sometimes I don't. And it's okay um, to take your time with those games. And you gotta take your time and fucking enjoy those games. Yes. But what I'm looking at right now is if sometime around 2019, <laughs> I'll finally get started playing <laughs> Zelda. And by then, old Cyberpunk 2077 will come out and I'll be like, well, oh, shit. Good God. I'm enjoying Breath of the Wild. I, re- I wish I could say I'm glad. more. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I wish it. I could tell you more without... there's there's. N- I'll tell you what. I can't wait till our spoiler cast I will, starts I will tell we you can just what. start rambling if you on. Want, if you want, when we when we do our little things, you know, when we when we have our little fucking Let's Plays, we'll do, we'll do whatever games you want to do, but eventually we'll get to Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And you can just... Watch me raw dog this game. Okay. And I'll give you my genuine impressions. Okay. I'm down um, for something like that, but I just don't want you to wait that long to play. Oh, well, it wouldn't game. be that long. That would actually be faster than the alternative. Mm. Because that would be me setting time aside specifically for that game. Plus, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything specific on the podcast. Like, oh, did, did, did they say lay play? Are they doing let's plays? We, we're, we're just, Kicking the idea around right yeah, now. Yeah, that's that, not no, a, no, we're totally doing it. No, we're not. It's totally happening next week. No, it's too much next work. week, look, turn, look, you stay tuned. I just wish you could play this so me and you could have these wow, ho, fuck yeah. yeah we could play wow. Four hour conversation wow. like everybody else has been we having. We do let's play as a wow. We can toss around these ideas that we've been doing and all these things and what you experienced. Episode 900,000. I feel like we're going to be on episode 17 of this podcast and we're like, well, I'm still playing Breath of the Wild. Adam still hasn't played it, so I can't really talk about it. 
It's fun, guys. That's been my week. That's right. Moving on. What you need to do is get a new game. Finish Demon Souls. I mean, I should. Finish Demon Souls. Demon Souls is very play, sad. Play Andromeda. De- <laughs> Demon Souls is very sad right now. It's very sad. Damn. Because I was you still got a You still got a Witcher expansion you haven't played? I do. I Yeah. Yeah, you do. If everybody... If that... I think you have that backwards. I might. I think... I don't know because I haven't played it. <laughs> <clears throat> so, and oh man, there there's a lot of good games. That new Deus Ex I heard was pretty good. The human, not human revolution. God, God, what is it called? Uh, mechanical apartheid or some shit the like mechanical that. Mechanical animals. Mechanical animals. You fuck mechanical animals in that game. It's featuring. He's like, oh, yeah, and all the all the animals have like built-in shades. That come out. I'm talking about a Marilyn Manson album. You're talking about animals with shades. <laughs> I'm talking this about, is our podcast. You go to DSX and like look at the characters, and they all have like little shades that pop out of their eyes whenever they want to look cool. But yes, there it's are like a that. shit ton of good games but right now. Animals. I mean, I mean, there's been a shit ton of games the past five, six, seven years that I haven't gotten around to. So yep. I mean, saying like what Thunder. are you, what are you gonna play next, Michael? I have no fucking idea. I'll tell you the honest truth, I'm probably just gonna roll right back into Breath of the Wild because I'm having a fun time with it. Uh, I hear good things about the the new the near automata. That's people are saying, hey, this is what you need to do. Okay, you need to go read the fucking cliff notes for the first near game and fuck that game. Have you, you ever played Undertale? Uh, I haven't played it, but I've seen like two solid entire playthroughs of that game. Damn. So, so yeah. you watched a bunch of let's plays or something like that. Yeah, we got to find something for you to go in raw. Dark Souls three. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. Show could, you my expert. We could go Dark with. Souls we could we could go through our fucking you know, never played this before. Fucking I'm not playthrough. talking about a let's play thing. I'm talking about what am I gonna work on? Period. I'm talking about what could you do to fucking for my, not talk for about Zelda for fucking six hours of podcast. Well, and I'm sure the audience will agree with with me on this one. Zelda sucks. You talk about Andromeda for hours on end. I You're get right. to spotly right. talk about Breath of the Wild. You're right. While you throw in jokes every five seconds. Fuck you. No. Mm. No. Not tonight? No, period. You're on your period. No. No, you're there not on your period. There are a shit ton of good games out this year already. I mean, I am. T- we have not talked about Horizon Zero Dawn at all. And I'm hearing Whoa. great things about that game. We oh, actually man. just ran into an acquaintance of ours at work over this last weekend. He's like, man, this game's fucking great. Is that he the one with the mechanical animals? Yes. And Fuck he wouldn't game. shut up about it. That game's... Game. Oh, man. See, when I see games like that, the premise turns me off. See, right? When I hear you say... When you when Adam starts out the, the sentence with, when I see games like that, you might as well just shut the door, Yep. close the book, Turn the lights off because yep. he's not gonna play it. That's right. I'm not gonna play it. Well, I don't give a fuck what other games you don't play. Immediate is, reaction is like, Ugh. yeah. Like when I was trying to talk to you about Titanfall two, and yep. I was like, uh, this uh, game is so fucking great, and you were like, eh. see, when I see games like that, I'm like, yep. ah, click. Well, okay. <laughs> yep. You already know. You already know because. Me, I make an immediate assessment of whether or not the game is worth my time because I've already told you my time is valuable. Yes, and we know you're a very if important. I, if person. there's a if the, well, it's not even that I'm important. It's just I don't have fucking time. Yeah, we and have I, lives. 
And so I have to make choices. I have to make decisions on what I'm going to play. And I can't burn a slot on a game that's not going to be awesome. And there are awesome games being made. Awesome games get made all the motherfucking time. Are there any other games that are coming out this year that you're... I mean, putting Breath of the Wild to the side. Are there any other games coming out this year that you've been like, I think I might be interested in that? Hmm, let's see. Trying to trying to scan my brain for fucking games, but I know all my best all my best uh all my best games have just come out. I mean, right now the last thing I was looking forward to is Andromeda. Yeah, and I haven't really been you know searching the radar to see if I had anything else left. Um, let's see, Witcher Three's already come out. Andromeda's already come out. I have not seen anything that made me want to go man you know i just i have to have that game the only thing that's on the horizon is cyberpunk 2077 Mm -hmm. and i saw you know some clips i saw some very good stuff about it Mm -hmm. looks like it's gonna be a really stellar rpg Mm -hmm. not you know it's been the people who know about it have pieced it together from years of them talking about the game. Mm-hmm. They have not put out anything official gotcha. or solid. Well, I'll tell you now, as far as this year goes, even if Breath of the Wild is the only one that's that's, that's keyed for this year for you, you're, you're good. You're good for a good while. Uh, it seems that way, and I'm glad because at least could, right now I'm in a good spot for a gamer to be and a terrible spot for a gamer to be. Hell yeah. I'm in a... I've got... Too many awesome games to play. You are spoiler rich. I am spoiled fucking rich, and I cannot spend it fast enough. Uh, I'm gonna break uh, protocol here. We're gonna get to our topic. We're gonna get to our topic, but go just trailing back just a tad bit on the Andromeda. Uh, uh, Chris didn't necessarily email us. He didn't. He didn't post it to the page, but he did uh, talk about uh, Andromeda. And I figured I'd do him a good solid and uh, try to read this over the podcast and oh, get no. some get some Adam feedback on his comments here and what he oh, says. So no. uh, bear with me, audience. This is a bit lengthy read, but here we go. Chris says, "So last night I finished Mass Effect Andromeda, just under fifty fifty six hours of play at a uh, level around fifty two. Despite the complaints I previously mentioned, I think it was worth it. The ending sets it up for a sequel, but not in a way that made me feel like there wasn't an ending." I am now 91% complete and 47 out of 55 achievements done. I want to get 100%, then I'll start my insanity playthrough you to finish up achievements, yeah, including missable ones. He gives some tips. Uh, one, you can reset your skill points in the med bay. It costs credits and increases every time you do it. Don't be afraid to experiment, though you can get by with just about anything early game. Yeah, that's uh, true. You get augments back on your weapon's armor, your craft, if you break them down. Yep. Uh, complete the Rider Family Secrets quest as soon as you can. Apparently, oh, that must man, be really, they got some secrets. It's got some good stuff. Oh, yes, they do. Awesome. Mm. Uh, weapon armor drops increase in quality as you level, so don't craft them unless you are adding augments. I've gotten enough research points effectively maxed tier 5 two times from each re from each research type, so keep that in mind. If you're going to take it higher than that, you may only be able to do one, but leveling after finishing the game around level 50 kind of sucks. 
I doubt I'll hit level 80 to unlock the highest tier of gear. Yeah, that, you remember how they were in Mass Effect 1? Mm, yes. Mass Effect 1, the equipment system was like, you have the Avenger 1, and then you have the Avenger 2, 3, 4, 5. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do the same thing here. Oh, uh, okay. So it's back to that. It's back to the same way on fucking equipment. So gotcha. you get the N7 armor, one, two, three, etc. He says, find the weapon combination that works for you. I love my Black Widow sniper that, that auto-reloads by taking a little bit of health away. That sounds like what you were talking about. Yep. Uh, as I mentioned in a previous post, the Nomad sucks until you upgrade it. The Nomad Those- sucks balls regardless. Do those upgrades as soon as you're able. You can do the upgrades so that it doesn't suck so hard. So that it isn't a trash version of the Mako with no gun. (laughs) And it becomes a fast trash version of the Mako that still doesn't have a gun. There's no upgrade that puts a gun on it. (laughs) Okay? Because that's the upgrade you need. (laughs) Just any gun. It doesn't even have to be the Mako's gun where it's just like, oh, look, it's a cannon. Just give me a weapon, please. just, Just fucking give me like something, just give me a flashlight to shine at the enemies or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lastly, he goes on, he posts again that he made it a little bit through. As he was saying, he was working toward the 100%. And he says, okay, so I'm annoyed now. I'm at 92% complete and getting the last 8% is going to be hell and likely impossible. There are quests that won't complete because I've already killed the bad guys and there's no tracking on tasks. Those same tasks have random locations where items spawn, so guys are often useless. I think I'm now done with Andromeda until some of this is patched. That's today. <laughs> I'm not going to. He's probably playing it right now. Uh, I'm not going to bust my ass for 100% when it feels like it's impossible. Uh, yeah, that like, the game came out bugged as fuck, yeah. so buyer beware. <laughs> but um, it, uh, it did get a significant patch today. I don't know what all it fixed, and but I know they're still working on it. It's probably not all fixed, gotcha. but they, they're they working. Um, that's not going to fucking help you right now if you've done been fucked. Yeah. And you just yeah. got your fuck hole reamed. But, uh, yeah. So, thanks. Uh, again, if anybody wants to comment, if you want to tell us your progression. I can't believe he's already beat it. But yeah. then again, I, I have well, to, re- I I have to go already... back and remember that I'm not that gamer anymore that's like, I'm going to fucking spend eight hours playing this game because yeah. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. And it's sad. Thanks. I feel old. I'm a fucking old man you now. Old man. We are old men. I'm a fucking old man. We are man. old snake. Naked snake. Old naked I'm snake. I'm snaked. Snaked. Snake. Mad damn, you just remind me of the fucking most horrible spoiler I've had in recent memory. Spoiler for a recent memory? <laughs> what? <laughs> spoiler for fucking... And you know the one. Fucking... Oh, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid, Solid 5, Pain. yeah, we already talked about that one. I feel bad for you. Oh. And then, okay, so to, so to flesh that out even more, if you didn't know, I guess we can recap a little bit. Yeah. So I, Adam was looking up something for me on a wiki page. Yeah. And he was just, now this was not a spoiler tags everywhere. Hey, do not read further. It was just a regular fucking wiki. I was just, we were having a conversation. This is a conversation now. Spoilers for the fucking story. Plot of fucking Phantom Pain. Yes, Metal good Gear God! Five, if you Phantom don't Pain. want the fucking game ruined, fucking go forward like four minutes, five, ten minutes. Okay, <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ! So he's looking at this thing. He's just reading a wiki article. Yeah. We were we asked some random question. We were discussing the game, and we asked some random question about Big Boss, and mm-hmm. it was like, what? 
happened to Big Boss at X point. Yeah. And we were like, oh, okay. Wrong motherfucking thing to look up. Yep, because as he's reading this general information, general wiki, the fucking ending of the game, a gigantic plot point. I read it, and then it registered. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no. So me and him are talking. So I look up, and I'm like, no. He keeps giving me this look, and he won't back off. He's like, oh, man, this is not good. Holy fuck. And I'm trying to talk. I'm just still in conversation mode. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And this thing, I'm like, what is your deal? He's like, I just read the ending to the game and it's fucking big. I, I, I know the ending of the game now. I was like, well, that sucks. He goes, nah, bro. You don't understand. <laughs> you don't know. This is bad. This I'm is like, uh, I'm like, this is unrecoverable. I cannot continue like, playing you, the game. He's like, do you want me to tell you? I'm like, well, I don't want to know, but it, Come on, man. You, you, you found out a spoiler. He goes, no. The whole game just got spoiled for me. I was like, wow, that sucks. So now, Flash, now, so I'm still playing the game on my own, okay? I'm just going, this This is months on end. I come back and see him, and I'm like, hey, man, this thing. And he's like, yeah, cool. You ain't beat the game yet, have you? I said, nope. And months and months and months. And then I beat the game. And when I beat this game... I texted him immediately. <laughs> I am so, so sorry that you had this spoil. He goes, yeah, now you know what I mean. I was like, yeah, because you did have the whole fucking thing spoiled. It was just like, wow. oh, here's the twist ending. You know, It'd be like if somebody came up to you at the fucking beginning of the first Star Wars and said, oh, yeah, Darth Vader's Luke's father. Yep. And you're just like, what? Yep. So, what? man. Spoilers for Star Wars. Yeah, oh, Lord, you spoiled <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, you know, it, it was just like, oh, my God. And then here's the spoiler. Yeah. Ding, and ding, 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 ding. the ending spoiler to this, the, I'm, we're not going to say it, but the ending spoiler is a big, like, oh, my, wow. And he's like, yeah, I just read that in a wiki article. Yeah, it, it was just there. <laughs> Man. It was just there. Oh, this guy was this guy, and this guy was that guy. Wow. And you were like, no, no. And I was like, it, because it took a second to register, so I had to go back over my brain. This guy was this guy, and this guy. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it was like the lights went out, because I was enjoying that game. Mm-hmm. I was enjoying Now I can't play it. This is, a, this is a downside to the age that we live in. The fact that you have a Facebook where people update shit by the second. Nobody was throwing this that, out. Oh, no, I'm, 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 what I'm saying, this is just, this is just a little side tangent. Is that we live and we're we're blessed to live in an information age. We are spoiled to live in an information age where shit is just out there and can be dumped on you at any given time. It is a a gift and a curse. Yes, because you can just be read some fucking Joe Blow that don't know any better. Maybe he just he's, oh man, I've been playing this game and I just found this guy. It's and you're like, like a- wait a minute, wait a minute, that guy's dead, and he's like, oh oh, or you could be reading an article. Because nobody has fucking spoiler control in their own article, and you're like, oh, okay, so now I know that this guy is, is this guy gets killed off. Yeah, great. It's like that guy who put Han Solo dies on the back of his fucking truck, yep. you yep. know, and just drives down the street like that. Yep, like the most giant fucking douchebag mm-hmm. you could possibly be. I, 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 it's hard for me to say it for games because I know people are so bad about one. I, if you, if you're the type of person that wants to go see gameplay footage and reviews, I understand that. 
look for spoiler-free reviews as best as you can. If I'm speaking about specific games, don't look at fucking anything for Breath of the Wild. Nothing. Don't read it. Don't watch it. Don't listen to it. If somebody talks about it on a podcast, even ours, well, I think I've done good. Nah, fuck you. Fast forward. Listen to our shit. Because I'm telling you, this game is about the exploring. But in general, just look for spoiler-free things. Hire me. I do parties. People are like, I just don't give two fucks. I know we were bad about it at the beginning, but we've tried to be we've tried to be way way better. And especially for uh, like movies and TV series, yeah. nah, bro, you need to go fucking internet black. That means you don't look yeah. at sh- because st- sign out of Facebook until you yeah, watch. Because that they movie. will straight up appear on your timeline for no fucking reason. Yep, just like yep. yep, here you go. Here's here's what happened on last week's episode of The Walking. Not man. everybody has spoiler, you know, control, man. So you're out in the wild. No, it's not even spoiler control. It's not everybody gives up. Fuck. Yeah. True. Some people are out just to fucking spoil you. Yep. You know, just we, to make an instant. Will, the end know. of time cast will never intentionally try to spoil. We, the problem is with me and Adam, we get so emotional and excited about what we talked about that we, we just let shit slip. We've tried to, we've tried to be way better about that. If we do in the past, if we have in the past or do in the future, we do apologize. But we, we're not those guys that are like, oh, well, watch this movie last night. Here was the plot. Like, we don't, we don't. Anyway, that's just a side tangent. I think we should move on and get to our topic of the day. I think our topic for today was going to be violence oh, in gaming. Video game violence. Oh boy, another controversial brain picking topic here. Here we go. It is time. So, Adam, what do you want to talk about? Video game violence. Let's see. Let's let's start from the get go. Let's start with. Super Mario Brothers. Blast from the past, cast. Back in my day, we used to squash our enemies to death, crushing them. And then take their corpses and use them to throw at other enemies. And then we'd burn the other ones to death like it was some kind of fucking ISIS video. How old was... Whoa. How old are you talking about? This is how fucking video game violence is for me, boy. Wow. Yeah, I sometimes... Sometimes I drop them off fucking giant chasms and shit. Fucking drown them. Just You're a violent around. person, man. You yeah, must have played like, some violent video games. You must know. be talking about video games that were out like last year. Super Mario Brothers. Oh, the original. you're taking it all the way back to the <laughs> NES days. That's right. Oh, yeah, I guess you did jump on enemies and squash them to death and then squish them down and ter- throw their shells at other people and yep. other enemies. And- yep. Yeah, I guess video game violence has been mm-hmm. around for a long fucking time. It has been. Since the very first fucking, like, tank games back on yeah. Atari. Yeah. Violence has always been acceptable in video games. It's it's changed it's, you and made you a bad person. It man. is. It has made me a fucking evil motherfucker. Oh, way to go. Damn it. Way to go. <laughs> now, this is, a, this is a, actually a pretty cool topic to talk about because I'm sure... Just like I have, Adam grew up in that time where uh, there, there's been several points in gaming history where video game violence was put in the spotlight yep. directly for the use as a weapon against anything it could be. Yep, they called them murder simulated. Doom was like the very first one to to catch a shit ton of mm-hmm. black. Yep, and it really came out around what was it, Columbine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's be back on Columbine for the second time podcast wow 
Um, but anyway, they called it a slight bit of animosity it, toward the whole thing. They called it uh, a murder simulator. Yep. It, it's it's hazy for all the details because I don't I don't know how Doom simulates murder. Yeah. I don't know how any idiot could fucking confuse <clears throat> pushing the space bar and watching a fucking sprite go yeah. as you know being the same as like actual fucking killing people because doom was showing some yeah because it let them let their aggression out and you know it wouldn't have been the same if they you know had just you know done anything else literally anything else mm-hmm. uh, so i uh i have a bit to say about some of this before we get it all kicked off is that i i actually did a research paper on this in my debate class in high school. What? Yeah. And you went to high school? I was such a maverick, renegade maverick, because oh, yeah? she was like, it was our final project. She was like, you could pick any topic you want to talk about, but because Columbine had just happened, you were she was like, like but I you are banned dicks. from talking about this. And I was like, well, that's kind of unfair, because I do play video games a lot. I've got some kind of way on it. She was like, don't. I did it anyway. <laughs> um... I don't remember all the details. I did not go back before this podcast and research and get everything straight. But, but the, the gist of some things that I remember was, you know, these two kids went into their high school. Very tragic thing. Very violent thing. They they brought up some weapons in the school and uh, shot and killed a bunch of high school kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, put the whole school on lockdown. Had teachers and, you know, faculty and students running for their lives. Very, very, very horrific thing to do. Yep. And the detective work or the or the the shit they did after to find out what went well they were like like anything else in life they wanted to know why this happened so they started finding okay well what what was going on with these kids that we didn't know about and i remember reading all these reports about look at the music they listened to they listened to this 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 hardcore heavy metal like rammstein i mean my audience you you guys know the 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 death metal, the gore, satanic music that is Rammstein, you know? Yep. Uh, they found that they had played Doom predominantly. Oh, man. Uh, That'll do it, man. These movies. Teaches that, you how to shoot with 100% accuracy. There was these movies, these violent movies they watched. They found all these things that they ingested media-wise in their life, and they were like, yep, these right here are what fueled it. These, these are what helped... Uh, what do they say whenever you have something and you, you see it enough that you just become desensitized? That it's all these influences desensitize these two young boys and et cetera, et cetera. And Adam and I are both here to tell you that we've been playing all types of video games for a long time. And, and I have long- only killed about one tenth as many people as I've killed in video games. <laughs> Uh, video game violence has been around for a long time in video games. We say Nintendo, but I mean, there's shit back on Atari, man. There was tanks shooting other tanks. There was, there was, there was a, there was a fucking helicopters and men getting fucking falling off elevators and getting squished and, you know, oh man, the graphics went from like cartoonish to fucking, you know, as the media improved as, you know, as it could, the... The whole, I guess you'd say, the the whole detail of the violence continued to go up. Right. And so you'd get, you know, all of a sudden now there's little blood splatters and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, you know, there was just like a little bubble that popped or some shit. Yeah. Yep. It showed a little stick man go, 
you know, but that's that's no longer the the case. Yeah. Nowadays, you have you can get ultraviolet if you really want to. Yeah, you have any any sort of violence you can think of there exists. There's there's people on people violence, there's machine on people violence, there's vehicle on people violence, there's animal on people, people, animal on people. Don't animal. try to lasso the puma in Red Dead Redemption. It doesn't work. <laughs> uh violence in video games is a thing, but in our opinion it's it's not it's no different than being in a movie. I mean, first and foremost, you got to know what you're doing. If you're watching a movie and you know it's fake, it's fake. If you're watching a movie and for whatever reason, however you're rearing your child and your child's seeing it, you let them know, hey, hey there, little Timmy or, or little Sally, that's fake. What you're watching on screen does not, that's, that doesn't happen. Uh, same thing goes with video games. I, I didn't, I don't know if I'm just built differently, but I didn't have to have anybody tell me that what I was playing was fake, that what I was watching was not real. That's, yes. that, that, I didn't have to have somebody sit me down and go, hey, you, I know you were using this weapon in this, this, this GoldenEye game to shoot these bad guys, but you shouldn't take a gun and shoot other people, okay? That's a bad thing. I just had common sense, I guess you'd say. The, the thing about it is, is you have, you have people that just are out there in the first place. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you have those kind of people, it doesn't matter what they do as recreation. It could be violent movies. It could be really suggestive lyrics and stuff like that. They, every, every medium has been accused of fucking inciting fucking violence in the youth and every fucking time it's wrong. Yep. Okay. You can put the ideas in someone's head. You can put the ideas in millions of people's heads. But the only people that are going to respond to it are fucking sickos. Yeah. Okay. They had some screw loose that allowed that shit to work. Mm -hmm. Okay. It doesn't matter whether it's a violent movie, a violent game, violent music, a violent book. Doesn't matter. It'll never matter. Mm -hmm. If it, if, a person is going to gain inspiration for that and use it to carry out attacks. They're going to do it. But Adam, let's say you have some. This is my this is my uh, professor's voice. Mm. But but Adam, what if what if you find this 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 rare, this rare case of something that will never fucking happen? This this man who's accused of of quadruple homicide, vehicular homicide, and he ran over four people in the street. And throughout the research into his life, the only thing that comes close to what this was was he had Grand Theft Auto 3, and he played it, and he emulated it. He found a street that resembled a street that he would do this on, etc., etc. Wouldn't you say that he just I would say emulated that if he, the violence? If he went... Wouldn't you say if that game wasn't there, he wouldn't have done this, Adam? Hmm, Calypso. <laughs> Thank you. Professor Calypso. That's my new thing now. Professor Calypso. <laughs> All right, but no. If he, if it was something like, okay, he's emulating the game, you know, that just means that that was what he got his inspiration from. That doesn't say why he did it. But that means the game is to blame. No, no, it doesn't. Yeah. The screw being loose is what's to blame. Right. Okay. This motherfucker not being ID'd and put in a fucking padded cell or given some kind of fucking drugs or therapy or something that, you know, would unfuck them or bullet. 
whatever it fucking took. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what causes some of it to fucking go off the deep end. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the medium. It could have been a violent, violent music, you know, violent fucking movies and shit. None of that matters. Somebody puts on a Jason mask, gets a fucking machete, and goes and kills people in the woods. It wasn't the movie's fault. Yeah. Okay? It was the dumbass who wanted to be that guy and thought that this was possible. You know? People seem to forget, and this is a point that I believe, I believe Marilyn Manson made this quote, because, of course, he was all up in the spotlight when this shit happened. Oh, yeah. And I'm paraphrasing. I don't have the quote right in front of me. He was like, you know, it's funny, but back in the days of Cain and Abel, Cain and Abel didn't need doom for one to hit the over the, over the head with a rock. Nope. Violence has been around since humanity has been around. Correct. I mean, you didn't always have these influences that shaped violent people. People were violent, period. Yep. The first fucking city got burned to the ground. And the fact that we have... <laughs> so, and they, I guarantee they didn't buy video games to play. The fact that we have Unless any, it was the aliens. Yeah, it was the aliens. Uh, despite the fact that we have insert X media here, that media does not... That's not the reason why somebody does what they do. Now, psychologists to this day, there are people who have dedicated their lives to trying to figure out what triggers these things in human beings. But that is for the highly intelligent, well-versed, well-studied people who are knee-deep in that, that kind of shit to figure out. Not for you who's watching news to go, well, this guy fucking shot up his fucking work. Well, obviously, he plays Call of Duty. Yeah, it couldn't have been the fact that, you know, his fucking supervisor was a dick or fucking, you know, maybe it was fucking having problems fucking with his fucking marriage or fucking life at home. Who knows fuck what it. the fuck was going through this son bitch's head? Okay. There could have been a million. He could have just been like, you know what? Goddamn McDonald's left the cheese off my burger. Yeah, fuck McDonald's. I'm just going to have to fucking kill everybody today. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Nobody knows what goes on in the mind of a psychopath. But even more so, they tried to curb this. Okay, so the video game board was basically given the put up or shut up rating. Yep. You know, it was like, you know, that Doom happened, Mortal Kombat happened, and they said, okay, fuck it, we'll we'll create a ratings board, the ESRB. What's your opinion on the ESRB? My opinion, I. Th- it's more like I want to pat them on their head and goes, you guys are doing a solid. I get, I get what you're doing, but yeah, it is. This is a big but. It is playing to a huge fucking demographic. It is playing to a large field. They are taking where where are the standards for these things? Who is to say this goes all the way back to like free speech? Who, who is making the limits of saying this is what a 16-year-old teenage boy or girl should not listen to? Well, the thing this is, is what it's, a, a, it's, a, it's not a government agency. It's a independent agency mm-hmm. formed by the video game industry to just say, okay, here's the standards. Yeah. Let's be, let's be cool with this. However, you noticed some of the brick-and-mortar stores were like, no, nah, we're never going to carry an AO game. Yeah. Game goes to AO. Never gonna carry it. Yeah, AO is a is a death nail for a lot of games. Yeah, uh, that's that's starting to come around with Steam. Thankfully, you know, you're starting to be like, okay, fuck it. 
You know, I don't need a brick and mortar store to sell my shit. Mm-hmm. But games like Throw Kill got fucking. I mean, and it was nothing but a a cheap Mortal Kombat ripoff. Yeah, not really. It was a it was a game all about killing people. Exactly. Four player multiplayer death fight. But kill people many you ways. Killed you killed part. You got fatalities no matter what. Mm-hmm. So you had the the simple fatalities and then the super fatalities. Mm-hmm. And um, game was never released. Game was finished and never released. You have to think about what the game is. The game is literally out. What ways can you kill people? Yeah. Now it's just like let's let's kill people in interesting and creative ways. I can say this as a gamer of thirty some odd years. I have never had. A, I, I don't know, if, I hope this stereotype isn't still around, but it was thought back in the day that somebody would have a shitty day, shitty life, whatever, and she would go home, or he would go home, and be like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take out all my aggression on a game like Thrill Kill, I'm just gonna murder people, ah, this is my escape, this is me venting. I can see that, much like I see these places that pop up where they have like appliances, or whatever in this room with a fucking bat, and they just say, "Just fucking let your aggression out. Go beat shit." If you're in, the I've pe- never used video games as a. I'm mad. I'm gonna go home and kill people in Call of Duty. I've never been that way. No, I've never. You know what? And I am. I don't know if you could tell, but I get really, really mad about stuff sometimes. Yeah. No, that's not how I let out my aggression. If I'm pent up, I can't play video games. Yeah. I can't because if I get fucking killed. I'll break my goddamn controller. Okay, <laughs> we have enough rage-inducing I, things happen to us in video games. If I if I'm already mad going into a game, I'm gonna be even worse unless this game goes well. Okay. <laughs> now taking that a step further, I, I've never been pissed off at anything and then went and played a game, got pissed off, and then say, you know, I'm gonna go shoot people. Yeah. Like, the no. things that get attached I'm, to video game violence, to me, I'm sorry, they. I know these tragic things have happened in life, and I do feel so. I sympathies to all the families that have had to go through this and the lives that were ruined. But I have no sympathy for people that try to tack that shit onto a movie, a video game, a mute song, whatever. And we're going to strictly talk about video games in here. People that attach that shit. Well, what was the problem? Video games. He's playing violent video games. That was a, he likes to kill shit. Fuck you. No. That's I'm no. sorry that is blatantly it, it is ignorant. The thing is is that even a even my you know young daughter knows that when you kill somebody in a video game it's not real. Yeah. It's just pretend. I can understand somebody you don't have to say like hey when Mario jumped on a goomba the goomba is not a real thing. Mario's not real either, but Mario looks like a person. Kind of. But if you're playing say a fighting game with say a fatality where somebody rips somebody's skull and that spine can be kind of jarring if you've yeah. ever seen something like that but again if you feel if you're the parent that feels you have to tell your child hey this is not real then i i can on a base level go okay you're shielding your child you're at least going a one step that apparently some people did not do and tell them hey this shit's fake but how can you look at? Did you have you? Did you, do you honestly think that do you do you honestly think that your child is stupid? Do you think that your child is stupid and will go and try to emulate this? Yes. Did, did your now, child sit in the living room for four hours straight, throwing his arm out and going, "Get over here, go. Dad! How come a spear's not coming out of my hand?" I mean, there there are things that a child can emulate. 
Okay. Yes. There are things that people can emulate and idealize out of fucking any medium. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Um, if you, if a thing does something realistic, like, uh, a wrestling move. Yes. Um, or a shooting a gun. Mm hmm. Or something that a human, like hitting a person with a sword. Jumping off a very, very, very high height. Yeah. You know? I mean, those are things where you go, okay, that's not how reality works. Yeah. If the motherfucker summons a dragon, you go let him out in the yard, man. Yeah. He go do whatever the fuck he wants because yeah. he ain't never going to actually do it. Yeah. Okay. There is a point where you say, okay, look, you know, some of this stuff is only possible because you are in a fan fantasy realm. Yes. People don't actually get shot yeah. in real life and go, I'm going to get through this. Yeah. Some people can, depending on hit location and their pain tolerance, survive a couple of shots. Yeah. Not a normal person. A normal person that is a, you know, Meat not, sack. that is, you know, res that responds to pain. Mm -hmm. Most people, they get their arm broke, they're done. Yeah. They're not going to move their right leg, their left leg, or their other arm. You know, they're not going to do anything because that arm hurts so bad. Mm -hmm. You know? So when you see people go, okay, well, this fucking hurts and I'm not going to move. They don't go, oh, well, my health is down to 50%. So let me uh, go find some fucking food to eat and that'll make it better. Like, splash, like splash this is this is the real world, you know. Let me go find a, find a fucking red bottle of fucking juice to drink. Just find an herb it. and just smash it in our face. And just, and just grind it up and rub it in the wound. You'll be okay. Let me find a medic pack that has a band-aid in it. Yep, that cures my fractured leg. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, you have people that, you have people that, for whatever reason, think that kids are retarded. Yeah. Kids do do stupid shit. And if it's something that that kid can emulate. Yeah. Whether it be a sword or, you know, a wrestling move or whatever. Mm -hmm. They're going to try to do it, but they're not doing it with malicious intent. They're not trying to kill their little brother when they power bomb him off the fucking they top don't know bump. Any better. That's because you're not watching them. And because they weren't told that these are done in a certain way to keep them from actually getting hurt. Because if you actually DDT somebody, yes, you, you can, can break their them. fucking neck. Yes. Okay. But that's not a, um, that's not malicious by the children. Mm -hmm. When somebody goes and shoots up their fucking school, they were trying to kill people. Yeah. Their intent. Was to hurt people. Yes. It wasn't to be a badass or live this glorious life. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, it's time for people to die. Like, even I, the Columbine killers, even though they had these delusions of, ooh, this is just like doom, they're quoted as saying, and mm -hmm. I don't really trust the quote, but whatever. Even if. Even if. Even if they said that, their intent is clear. They wanted to kill every one of the motherfuckers that, at that school. That they had be the focus. they yes. had a, a group of about maybe two or three people that they weren't gonna fucking kill at that school. That mm -hmm. they were like, "You get to live." Yeah. 
They wanted to hurt people that were not only at the school. They set up pipe bombs across the town to distract the fucking police. Mm -hmm. They wanted people to die. Yeah. They were like, people need to die. Mm -hmm. You know? And they accomplished that goal. It wasn't because they played fucking Doom. Doom doesn't help your aim at all. Doom Doom teaches you how to point a a arrow at an enemy and press space bar. Yeah. Yeah, you put a little cursor on the screen and move that cursor. You don't even move the cursor. Poor Doom didn't even have up and down. Yeah. You just so, you aim in the general direction. You you move the gun to where it's pointing at the enemy and you hit space. Yeah. That's literally it. Mm-hmm. You 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 turn your body to where it is facing the gun that is always facing directly center your screen forward to where it's on the enemy and you hit space. I will give credit where credit is due. Again, this this is only a hot topic. This this was a hot topic, but this was a hot topic for me back in like whenever it happened. You know, the mid to late nineties. Yeah, late ninety nine. Again, unfortunately, and let 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 me go ahead and blanket this right now. We may be talking about these topics very here and there. Both Adam and I both. If we're not making this clear, we're not advocating this shit, and we're not talking about it like it's cool. This is some tragic shit that's still going on to this day. You got shit like like Sandy Hook. There's like every other month or every month you hear a workplace gets shut up or some place on a base gets shut up or some school gets shut up or something gets shot up or blown up. This shit is tragic. We're only trying to level the playing field to where y'all understand we, we, we see these things. We're not downplaying them. But well, I mean, here's the thing: is that everybody wants to blame everybody else. Everybody have wants the, a scapegoat. You, yeah, you're looking for that thing that caused this to happen, so you can it, squash it. It's right. either people say, "Well, it's the guns," mm-hmm. or it's the violent music, violent video games, violent movies, etc., or it's because he wasn't in mental health. The motherfucker had a problem. Yeah. Okay, and it took a village of people to fail this person, mm-hmm. you know, for them to get this far in life and fuck up. Yeah. yeah, you can say that when a thirteen-year-old does it, you know, you can shift more of the blame towards like a parent or something like that. Yeah, but it, there still should be teachers identifying people getting bullied. Mm-hmm. You know, and teachers need to be paying more attention in the hallways and how social interactions occur between children. Cause Y'all I, hear this now. This is speaking from a parent. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, as someone who went through, you know, multiple social fucking places in high school, mm-hmm. um, there was a, you know, there was a point in my life where I got bullied. Yeah. You know, and. Hey, you're a gamer. Un- you unfortunately. You got bullied as a un- gamer. Oh, right? wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who would have thought, you know, X number of years ago that that wasn't a cool thing. Mm-hmm. So, I would go to school and I wouldn't talk, sh- I wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't talk with people about games because games are for losers and blah, 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 blah. You wanted to be playing soccer. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> That's probably why I'm such an angry person. Yeah, you're so angry. I am. But, um, so. You know, they, they, the teachers and stuff like that, no fucking clue yep. about any of this because the entire subcurrent of any conversation I had with X click of people was always negative. They were always looking, you know, they cut you the eyes or they'd fucking say some backhanded shit, you know, to everybody mm-hmm. or something like that. Bullies have a way of, of getting in a person's head and staying in that person's head. Yep. You know, and teachers need to be on the lookout for that shit. Yeah. And, I'm and not, and not just in like, oh, well, he was mean to him in the classroom. 
No. You need to be looking out in the hallways and seeing what's going on. You need to be paying attention to these people, or these, yeah, these people's personal interactions. Yeah. Because that is a huge part of how a person's psyche, you know, psyche develops. I'll take it a step further. As somebody, I'm not a fucking psychologist, neither one of us are, but I'm telling you from personal experience. You ha- this can almost get divided two ways. If you have somebody that gets bullied, gets fucked with, whatever have you, they got a shit life at home, they got a shit life at school, and they finally turn that switch, they can turn that switch somewhere, or maybe the- it's not the fact that they turned a switch, that switch has already been there. They're just waiting for the catalyst to fucking blow up and snap somebody. They're just waiting for that moment when they don't have any more hope left. Or you have the opposite ones, where they've had enough shit, they don't want to do shit to anybody, they want to die. Yeah. So they're looking th- there's that too. They're going to commit just, suicide and, you know, this there ain't is the no video game that I can think of where I went out and killed myself. So what y'all going to do if somebody kills himself? You're going to do a couple of games oh. where you kill yourself. But uh-huh. yeah, I can think of a couple of games where you kill yourself. Yeah, I guess you could jump out a pit and do it. I'm talking oh. about intention. I'm taking about taking the coward's way out. Yeah. I can Call think of Duty. Bam. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert for Final for Fantasy. Final, 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 Final Fantasy, they kill themselves in the game. Spoiler oh, Final Fantasy VI, she did. She gave up on life and threw herself off the cliff. Yep. That was that. But even so, a little tear those, those, that shit don't fly through your head whenever Oh, it was the stylization point. of suicide that fucking did it. It's yeah. why they killed themselves. No. Okay. That, going back to our original thing, the ESRB is a good guidepost. Yeah. Okay. It's decent. It's getting inundated now because there's so many fucking titles coming out and they're just having to fly. Genres are blending. Uh, From what I can tell, they don't really play the games. Mm -hmm. What they're given is like a montage of like the moments the developer was like, okay, this accurately represents the most extreme stuff we're going to have in this game. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, you know, there might be a person saying, damn it, or, you know, getting whacked in the head with a hammer, you know, comedically. Yeah. Or something like that. And then they, they kinda, they kinda base their ratings on that. They don't actually go through the game and play it. So it's really dependent upon what happens with, um, the, I guess, what, what the developer sends them. So if a developer wants to lie to the ESRB to get a lower rating, they can. But it's, I don't know if there's an actual penalty for that. There could be. But I know for a fact that it's all self-regulated. They just send the stuff in and say, here you go. Now, if the ESRB gives them a rating they don't want, they're free to recut the game and cut out the parts that, you know, pushed it over whatever edge. Say if they got a T rating and they wanted an E rating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can go back and change that if they want. Yeah. Yeah, they, I'm pretty sure they get the feedback on, this is why we pushed this up to here because you had strong language because you said fuck one time or something like that yeah um but you know these things even though they're a good guidepost they're not 100 percent accurate and they're not gonna apply to every kid you know if it's a t for teen game i might let my fucking seven-year-old play yeah it just depends on whether or not my seven-year-old is capable of dealing with that that's kind of roundabout what i was getting to the esrb yeah is a general lighthouse guidepost yes it does not replace your responsibility not as a parent. You know, it's what it is is a general area where, you know, at some point your kids are going to be in between genre, in between ratings. They're yeah. going to be 
a little bit too old for the standard e-games, uh, other than stuff like sports games and stuff like that. Um, but a little too young for some of the more extreme T-games. Yeah. So then you're going to have to let them get into the lighter T-games. Mm-hmm. And that's on you, buddy. We yeah. said this before in the other podcast with old Greg, but he fucking, you know, and, and it's all about paying the fuck attention to your kids and knowing them and being able to gauge what they're understanding and not understanding and preface stuff. Yeah, because once you're an adult, this shit's out the window. Well, I mean... That's once, on you. Once you've gotten to the point where, you know, you have... Uh, well, what 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 I was trying to say earlier was is that. Well, let me let me finish. Yeah, the, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> we both got. You see, we were both looking at each other. We both had a point. I was like, right. okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you if you get to that point where you're you're having to decide for your kid what's going on, you know, at least you're involved, right? If you're having to decide what they're, you know. Yeah, that should be a good. You're not fucking up, mm-hmm. like most people are. Mm-hmm. Okay, if if you have to fucking decide, you know, I I tend to default towards the lighter side. Like if I, if it's kind of questionable, I'll play it and then I'll compare it to some other stuff they do. You know, they're watching My Little Fucking Pony right now, so there's cartoon violence in that. You know, you're not gonna give them dead space. I'm not gonna give them dead space, Don't. but I might give them. Something wacky like Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's kind of radical and skirts the edge on little things on, on its attitude, but, you know, it's okay. It's okay for them. See, if, if th- this is like, this is violence light, like I guess a, you'd say. They, ha- they have this one show. It's like a cartoon where, like, uh, this stupid fucking mermaid chick is always, you know, she hangs out with a shark. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's this fucking. I don't know, this brown fucking thing that tries to fucking eat the mermaid. Mm-hmm. Tries to eat the mermaid. That's what he wants to do is eat the mermaid. And like mm-hmm. Tom and Jerry, wants, Tom wants to eat Jerry. Mm-hmm. So he's like putting her in sandwiches and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but it's, it's implied that the, that the mermaid is like boyfriend, girlfriend with the shark. Ah, okay. <laughs> It's a big muscle-bound shark like Spike was in Tom and Jerry. So like it's, it's really Tom and Jerry is what it is. Like me, big old muscle-bound yeah. shark. Got so it's got every episode, the fucking brown thing is trying to eat the fucking mermaid. I'm not muscle-bound. That's, that's the plot of this fucking cartoon. Got okay. it. Spoilers. Wow. <laughs> Did it again. And, uh, and now you're spoiling Now you're spoiling, no, spoiling children's shows, spoiling children's shows. You just can't help yourself, can so, you? So, Maverick. They have episodes where, like, you know, this mermaid will dress up and, like, all the, all the little fish or whatever will be like, well, she's hot. Mm-hmm. You know, and they don't actually talk, but they, like, open their mouth and go pant and they, shit like ooh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't mind seeing, like, I, I, I know my children have been exposed to that already. Yeah. So if I see that in a video game, that type of, you know, mild sexual reference. Mm-hmm. And I can look at it and go, okay, well, let me see if this is going to be appropriate if it's on that level. Yeah. You know, and if it's too far, I go, no. And if it's yeah, too... Yeah, the little mermaid starts stripping and slowly lowering a clamshell. Yeah, no. But, like if they, if, uh, but if they do like a fucking Disney romantic kiss, then, okay, I'm cool with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
not not anything more than that, really. Once this it gets, once video, it gets, once it starts getting game violence at all, Adam. Huh? This is not video game violence at all. This is video game violence. That's not violence. Video game. It's a sex, high impact sexual violence. It's a strip. <laughs> What's really going on with this shark and mermaid? Well, it, this ties back to the ERSB. Yeah. You know, and how you should use it. I'm just joshing you, Adam. Okay. Come here and give me a big old hug. Okay. Oh, oh. No, don't stop. Sit down. Sit down. No, get away. Thank you. Thank you for sitting back down. No, don't pop the mic. Mm. <laughs> uh. The, the ESRB is, for what it's trying to do, I, with folded arms and closed eyes, I give it a, okay, you, I get it. But right? again, it's not the, how you as a parent or even a person, as a teenager, young adult, whatever, how you manage that ESRB in your household with your blood, that's your It is your responsibility. I agree completely. Yeah. That, like I said, it's just, you know. You have the SRB, it'll come out and say, okay, this is an e-game, and it's got cartoon violence, and it lists off the specific stuff that's in this. Mm-hmm. Okay? You know, don't let your fucking kids play AO games. Mm-hmm. Okay? They yeah. won't, they don't need to be playing Leisure Suit Larry. Period. They don't need to be playing fucking Mortal Kombat, really. Mm-hmm. You know, even though some of the Mortal Kombats have gotten to the point where it's cartoon violence. Very cartoony. Even the okay. fatalities are like, Hmm. Yeah, you know, and then Mortal Kombat tried to redeem itself. You know, and even like even when they did ridiculous shit, like bring Jason into it. New Mortal Kombat's were fucking pretty good. Yeah, but you know, try not to get too sidetracked here. Violence in video games has gotten worse. Oh yeah, yeah, it's gotten a lot worse. I don't know if you noticed the new Mortal Kombat as an as an example, but like you can cut the oh, front of their fucking face yes, off and I like. Have. See their tongue hanging out the front. You want to see how we've evolved from ripping spinal columns out and setting people on fire and dragons biting people in half? Go watch a Mortal Kombat 10 fatality compilation video. Oh, yeah. And make sure you get the one that has all the DLC. That way you get all the fatalities. Oh, yeah. That shit's pretty visceral these days. It's pretty nasty. But again, I just have to bring back up. Doesn't make you a violent person. That. No, it doesn't. It's not what. Now, again, if we're talking about... It makes you a horror movie fan. The, really? The, it's, a, it's, a, the equivalent, it's a video game equivalent of a horror movie when you, when you play a Mortal Kombat. If you have, you know, a 13-year-old kid, yeah. and they play a fighting game, and mm-hmm. they're playing the fighting game, played it, and they get outside with their friends, and you're inside cooking or whatever, doing your fucking taxes, and you hear... Ah! You, you go out there and you see your kid doing windmills and flickers. They're going. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> if they, if you see your kid reach up and rip the head off another little kid, it might be time to sit them down and have a talk. Yeah. If you see them like freeze the other kid, it might be time to get them to help you take over the world. If you see your kid out there going, going, you know, get over here, and throwing freaking stuff at that the other kid and you'd be like, all right, I see that you're emulating what you saw in that Mortal Kombat game. Don't be a dumbass. Stop fucking doing that. This well, is I wouldn't tell real. him to stop. Well, because I played like that when I was a kid. I would just be like, look, don't, there are certain things. I was talking that are, about them hurting other kids. You would want to oh, tell no, them to stop. Oh, no, I want them to hurt other kids. My kids Go take on. priority. Go on. That's right. My kids get to hurt your kids. They won't hurt my kids. Oh, yeah. 
They're going to hurt you. I'm going to stand there and I'm going to be like, yeah. You watch that little girl whoop your kids' ass. That little, you, you ever see Monty Python? <laughs> come at, come at. I got three of them. <laughs> but yeah, when you I see your kids, when you see your kids doing that, if that would be a time where you sit down and go, okay, I see how you're emulating what you played in this video game. That's not real life. Yeah. You need to talk to them. You don't need to DDT your kid, you know, your friends. Yeah. Or if you like this, them walking around and shit. Yeah. You'll break their fucking neck. And then you show them some videos of some broke-ass neck kids. Oh, yeah. Like being yeah. wheeled around and blowing into a tube to that's, fucking move. Yeah. That's what you're going to do? You're going to yeah. show them some you gotta gore? you got to traumatize them. You're going to show them no, some You don't gore. show them gore, you stupid fuck. You show them the fucking results. Like some body with a fucking plastic face playing with fire or some shit yeah, like face that. face cut off? You want, you know, at some point you got to, you know, they did this shit in health class in high school. They'd be like, you know, oh. this is what happens when you smoke. This is what happens when you impregnate somebody. Yeah, this is what happens when you, this is how you impregnate somebody. <laughs> no, I did what, wait. <laughs> that was the best class ever. Where did you go to high school? I didn't get that. I got a <laughs> picture like, of a splayed leg woman having a baby. They were like, Jennifer, come over here. No. Side tangent. <laughs> so I was in health class one day and they were, this is, I hated those classes. Uh-huh. I hated those little, they, they were like extra classes for us. They were not part of health class. They just always planned them in our health class. Uh-huh. And they would bring these kids in this room and they would show you a video. Number one, we watched the video of the things that happen. This is what happens to a boy when he goes through puberty. I'm like, okay. Why, uh-huh. why can't I see what happens to a girl? Why can't you tell me these things about a girl? That way I'm educated. In that, way it, that way I'm not... You know, the typical fucking person. Yeah. Because, because guys I'm, are going to share what happens. If I'm a 15 year old boy, uh, just, just personal, I already went through puberty. So I already know that I'm getting hair under my arms, et cetera, et cetera. Why am I seeing the same? This is what's going to happen. This happened to me three years ago. Yeah. But there, the girls are in another room. Like, well, what happens to a woman's body? Which you goes to, I'm not trying to see boobs and shit. I already know what boobs are. I want to know what happens to their bodies. No, they show the girls. This is what girls for puberty is like. Boys, this is what puberty for boys are like. And then they showed us a video of a girl giving birth. Now, the fact that I already know all this puberty shit about a boy, I fell asleep. I was literally in the front row, and they had the fucking TV on the stand with the VCR. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, whatever. You get fucking hair and sperm. Yeah, hair and sperm. I, woke, I, I wake up to hearing, oh, my God. And I look up, because the TV is right in front of me on the front row, and there's a fucking girl with her, a woman on, on a bed. You know, on the, on the fucking hospital table with her legs up and going, Wah! and a big fucking purple blob is coming out of her. I was like, what? Whoa! Yeah, the fucking, <laughs> a hand came out. It's like that chick from the ring crawled up out of her womb. Yeah, but no, that didn't happen at all. But again, that didn't tell me anything about a woman's body that I didn't already know. Women give birth. Got it. They don't. Hey, it would be good if the sexes knew about each other, but. I, you know, at some point, you have to assume that they're going to be slightly mature enough to handle it, but reality, fucking goddamn high school seniors aren't mature enough to handle it. Okay. I mean, they understand enough yeah. to get them by. I don't know, man. Kids but I, I believe a lot of guys would probably know, you know, be able to better handle fucking what, you know, know what a fucking menstrual cycle is mm-hmm. and why it is. Yep. If they just, you know, properly taught sex ed, but they didn't do that. Yeah. Well, to keep it lighter, I guess, what 
Can you remember some violent games from your childhood? Ones that you... Okay, how about this? What was the first game you played that wasn't fucking Mario stomping on a Goomba? What was the first game where you were like, oh, wow, this is just kind of violent. This is kind of rough. If you can. I mean, I played Street Fighter 2. I played Mortal Kombat. Okay, how about... Stop there. When you played Mortal Kombat, when you saw Blood for the first time, where you were like, oh... It's blood. Well, the first time I played Mortal Kombat and saw blood, remember I had the Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was in the arcade actually. Oh, so, yeah. and yeah, the arcade was really cool because it had a bunch of things that Super Nintendo didn't have, as far as fidelity and you know you'd see in those days you had slightly sharper pictures of the actors that were playing against you know mm-hmm. that were playing and you had um. Like little things like bones and skulls and stuff in the backgrounds of some levels. It was shocking, kind of like mm-hmm. it was something new, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like I wasn't like taken aback by it. You yeah, know? it was shocking in a man that's cool kind of way, mm-hmm. yep. you know. Um, and then I immediately tried to kill my little brother. All right. Well, glad we know now that you're the reason why video game violence is a thing. That's right. <laughs> I, I, I guess because I was such a bad kid, I I I try to find like rated R movies and things. I liked watching horror things and scary things and violent yeah. things. So did I. I understood what I was watching as a kid. I knew was what wasn't real. I knew that things were bad and maybe I, t- I shouldn't be seeing it. But I, I didn't. I told you back in the second grade, I was watching like Friday the Thirteenth films yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So when Mortal Kombat rolled around for me, I wasn't like <gasps> the violence. Oh, I, no. I just played the game. Yeah. Uh, when I, what, I guess maybe Grand Theft Auto would be another one. Uh, I remember Grand Theft you, Auto. There was uh, Carmageddon. You remember Carmageddon? I remember it. Never played it though. Carmageddon was cool. You ran over pedestrians for fucking extra points. That was back when points were a thing. I remember playing uh, Road Rash. Remember those games? Yeah. I remember playing Road Rash back on the Sega Genesis. Get your the, fucking bike and yeah. fucking smash people with the fucking chain or something. With the effects that they could have back then when you fell off a bike after getting hit. You know, it looked kind of rough. You'd get hit by a car, all kind of shit. It would yeah. send you flying. Remember that? You would be like, man, that was the most terrible part of that game is you'd have to run back to your bike. Yeah. And so you go flying forward. And for whatever reason, the big heavy object wouldn't fucking, it would slow down a lot faster than your little yeah. tumbling ass. You flew would. 30, you know, 30 yards. It flew about two. It was <laughs> like, Oh, I hit a pebble. Dead stop. And you were like, still going 200 miles an hour. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I remember playing Grand Theft Auto 3, and, uh, I mean, the, everybody was so up in arms around the violence. I'm not even talking about nudity in, in the, the, the third game. I just, I'm talking about the very first Grand Theft Auto 3 when it was, yeah, oh, every you know, single Grand Theft Auto got shit. You could, you could go up to somebody in the street and just shoot them at random. Oh, no. I just, I mean, I. Well, if you, did you play the first two Grand Theft Autos? No. You didn't? The, the top down fucking isometric fucking shooter? I know about them. I've never played them. Yeah, they were, uh, You'd, oh man, they were great. They, I've had them for the original PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And you'd just run around and they had like fake music on the fucking radio and the people talk like, <laughs> but they'd like show the text on the screen and they'd be like, yep. you know, they did like the simlish. Uh, going further on, I remember games that, I, I, did, did Metal Gear Solid 1 have blood? 
Solid had some blood, I think. Yeah, I mean, it had a little bit, not a whole lot. I know Metal Gear Solid 2 did. Yeah, you could shoot people and there would I be mean, a sprit of blood. You'd say you saw like a little bit of blood in Metal Gear Solid 1. I mean, it was there. It wasn't like, they didn't shy away from it. Yeah. But like, you know, Revolver Ocelot would come out with his hand fucking cut off and the red blood on the bandages mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Resident Evil another one. There was blood in that one. Remember what you would... They actually had the dead DARPA chief's yeah. corpse in the corner of the room. Like, I remember Resident Evil, you could, like, if you shot a zombie and it went down, the way that you knew it was dead is if a pool of blood pulled out from underneath it. But, I mean, that wasn't really... Yeah. I don't know, man. Resident Evil was a big one. My mother would not buy me Resident Evil. Why? Because it was ultraviolet, and they'd been talking about it on the news. I guess. And I was like, I'm already playing it. I don't know why you don't. <laughs> Listen, I'm playing it over. I'm already my, playing it. I'm again. already playing it over at my friend's house. You know, <laughs> all day. I just want to be able to do it at home without having to fucking, you know, go knock on his door and hope that he's willing to play it. But as as consoles progress, as gaming progressed throughout the years, it became more graphically able to have more gore. To have more show the guts and show the insides. I remember you didn't, you didn't play in the Dead Space games. Yeah. But in Dead Space 2, uh, have you seen the video of the guy on the operating table? And there's, yeah, you get an eye. The yeah, eye, there's yeah. a fucking laser. You have to like get it just right. And if you get it wrong, he fucking, it jabs this horrible thing in your eye. And he's like, ah! that's, that didn't get me like, Oh God, it was like, Whoa, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> Uh, I just, I grew up with violent games. I grew up with RPGs. I grew up with adventure games, action games. I grew up with all types of games. I mean, do you remember Bushido Blade? Yeah, yeah. Real life. They, they kind of, you cut somebody in your arm and then their their arm arm. can't work. Yeah. Yeah. But nothing ever as a kid, as a teenager, like jarred me. Like I felt like I wanted to put the controller down and shy away or look away. I just like, "Mm," I just took it in stride. And I, I want to hope that if most parents have raised their children right, if they're at the appropriate age, they see that and they do the same thing. I don't, can't think of any time in my life where I've played any kind of violent game, shooter, beat them up, uh, with a weapon, without a weapon, what I thought, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go do this to somebody. I'm just gonna go to, to, to the well, store. Like, like I said, when kids emulate video games, they usually don't do it trying to hurt people. Yeah. When you have a kid trying to hurt another kid, that's a completely different issue than them trying to pretend they're fucking having some kind of hero fantasy. Right. Like I'm swinging fucking lightsaber at somebody trying to swack them with a stick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, when they're, you know, I want to fucking injure this person. It's a completely different deal. Yeah. And when you want to go further and further, you know, you want to kill people, et cetera. You're way outside the scope. You can't turn around and look at a fucking PlayStation 2 video game and go, there you go. That's right what there. made little Johnny a fucking psycho. No. Nah. You, you, you have to come to the realization that some people are just fucking crazy. Some people are just have screws loose. And to quote Adam, a Hitler's going to Hitler. I mean, they don't need influences. They just are wired that way. I will personally leave it to the professionals in the psychology area of of schools to figure out why well, things That's happen. why that whole thing about, like I was saying before, bullying, you know, social pressures and bad social adjustment, that's that's probably your main culprit right there. Yeah, you take an otherwise sane kid 
and you put them under too much stress at too young of an age mm-hmm. to where they can't cope with it. They haven't developed the the tools to cope with it correctly, and they they end up fucking snapping or making a making a permanent choice to a temporary problem. Yeah, you know, he's like, oh well, I'm getting picked on. I'm going to get picked on for the next six months because I'm in a class with dish, fucking douchebag McGee, the bully. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to fucking blow his goddamn brains out today. Yeah. You know, and anybody else that fucks with me or has ever fucked with me. Yeah. You know, because I just can't handle it anymore. What do you think about the future of gaming? Talking more as we go more and more in this VR and augmented reality where somebody essentially in the future could put a headset on and put an apparatus in their hand and they're simulating walking around with a gun just doing wanton violence. I Do you guarantee think? they're going to have a school shooting simulator come out. Guarantee. Somebody will do it. Somebody's going to do it. It's going to come out on Steam and, I, and it is going to cause a shit fit. Yeah. Now the, And I'm going to play it. I would think the tasteful audiences of the gaming world would be like, yeah, we don't, that, look, that's, that's I want you to actually get a model, like a, they get like a floor map of Columbine High School so we can go back through. Mm -hmm. Yep, and just fucking, I want them to push the bounds. That way, you You know why? Why? You know why? It's because I want them to show that it doesn't matter how, they already have a Columbine RPG. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, where you play as those fuckers and go around collecting all the tools you need to make whatever. There is absolutely nothing wrong with a video game. Yeah. Doing, you know, pushing the boundaries. Yeah, movies do it all the time. They, yeah. they have. Uh, you watch a Quentin Tarantino film. Yeah. You know you're going to get some fucking psychopathic fucking shit going on. Yeah. There, there. I mean, maybe not so much for the shootings and whatnot, but there's always movies portraying like based on a real life thing. Yeah. Well, let's have, let's just life. see. Let's see how far we can push people. And I think that it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing to push people like that. I hope I I hope we've enlightened some people on it. At least our mentality on video gaming violence. Uh, any, if any of you out there are parents and you're thinking about, you know, what am I gonna, what games am I gonna let my kids play as a kid? I would stress focus less on what you're gonna let them play. And if you're really concerned about what they're, what they may grow up and do, why don't you just, just be the parent and just talk to them in general about violence and murder and all that stuff. And how they're doing. You know, don't, don't tie it to just video games. Yeah. If you tie, if you tie your entire child's psyche on video games you're missing the majority of their life because they spend the majority of their time in school with their peers yep you know if you let them play two hours of game a day you know or watch two hours of tv or two hours of whatever medium you know they spend eight hours with these other kids yep and you can't control what the other kids parents are doing but you control what you're doing yep and you only thing you can do is Try to coach your kids on how to react to things and try to head off problems before they become big problems. And as far Man, as us fucking, adults, that got me. This is, a, this is like a super serious topic. It is, but I mean, it's video game violence. I don't know where else we're going to go with yeah, it. Besides, I mean, it, it's just the thing about it is, is you don't have a, a good answer for how to stop any of this stuff going on yet anyway but yeah 
Well, yeah, I don't think you're ever going to because you're never going to cut violence out of humanity. True, true. There are there the most evil shit, and the sad thing about it is it's completely unpredictable. Mm-hmm. But the most evil shit usually comes out of the least likely places. Yeah, you end up with upper middle middle class white kids shooting up schools. How many times do you see these stories and it comes back to man that was my neighbor yeah. he was quiet this kid had a, to his This kid had a great life. He got all the fucking toys he ever wanted. He loaned he me his blah, car blah, blah, blah. one day. I mean, he helped me with groceries one time. I was short on money. I mean, he was he the just, nicest guy in the world. He just, or this girl was really awesome. She would babysit my kids all the time and she had two jobs. She was yep. doing great. She was involved in the community. It and it turns out that something inside them snapped. Yeah. You know, it's and, not always predictable. And I'll tell you this. If you think that us studying the brain more and maybe finding medicines or finding fucking internal lasers to sever these tendons inside your brain to cut oh it out. God, tendons in your I brain. will point you, if you really brain want tendons. no violence, if you really want a no violence world, I point you to the best source of what we will turn into. Go watch Demolition Man. All right, Go watch everybody. Equilibrium. <laughs> I think Demolition Man would be better because they were fucking. Because Taco Bell was a classy restaurant. The, the, the assailant has, commercials ref- where people watch for has refused my salt. Well, say it again, and this time add or else. <laughs> God, that movie. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, that's going to. One gonna, of these days we're going to figure out how Solarians lay eggs. <laughs> that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we are two casts away from episode 10, Adam. Oh, fuck. I, I've it's, heard. It's coming. I've heard through the grapevine episode 10, not to, not to downplay episode 9 at all, but episode 10 apparently is going to be something sweet. It's going to oh, be pretty big. Oh, man. It's pretty nice. That's, that's what I've heard. That's what I've I heard. It's going to be a, a reckoning of sorts. That's right. So uh, that's coming down the road. Thanks again for listening. Uh, you can, uh, Give us comments on our Facebook page, please. If you have anything you want to talk about, any questions, you can put it there. You can tweet at us. We got a Twitter page. You can do the same thing there. Tweet at us if you want to. Adam, you I'm can tweet tell you, if you want to. Men, men of the world, Adam loves being tweeted at. Please by your me. wives. Please. Whoa! Oh snap! <laughs> uh, you can also we have we have the old classic email. You can send us uh, email at endoftimecast at gmail dot com. That's endoftimecast at gmail dot com. No funny spelling needed. Tell us what your thoughts are on video game violence. Do you have any memories of how this may have affected you as a kid? Did you have uh, teachers or parents like question you because of your your violent questionable content? Uh, tell us your thoughts on the topic. We'd like to know. Did well, you see somebody get tackled too hard and Madden and it traumatize you? Did you were you that kid that, that cried for that first Goomba? Were you that kid that DDT'd somebody? And this is really, really a sore subject for you. If you are, we're sorry. Lol. Damn it. Yep. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it. There. Thanks again, everybody. It's been in the time cast, and I'm Michael, and I'm Adam. Good night, everybody. Bitches.
Alright, Solarian. When's the last time you've been to an Asari planet? Well, it's been a couple of months. Did you do anything interesting while you were there? No, I was just there on business. Oh, side business, huh? No, regular business. Let's be real here. You didn't get you any while you were there? Get me any? Do you not fuck? What What do you mean? Do you have sex as a Solarian? How do you have babies? Uh, typically the female will lay the eggs and then we'll fertilize them. Do you, do you, do you not, do you fuck the eggs? Fuck, fuck the eggs? My children, you want me to fuck my children? No, you weird ass alien I'm talking about. This is why the genophage is a thing. Because you fucked your children into extinction. At some point, you have to want to fuck another Krogan. I, I never have that problem. I don't have any sex either, apparently. What happens to the female before she lays the eggs? How does she get to that process? Um, the mother Solarian and the father Solarian sign a mating contract. Afterwards, we'll usually meet up at a, um, a very nice restaurant for a fancy dinner, and then we'll head out to the incubator. Wait, so what happens at the incubator? Um, typically we'll spend a couple hours, um, cleaning the cicatropes from our Galicus. Cleaning cicatropes. Yes, and then after that's done, the egg laying begins. Now, it's very important that the temperatures remain exactly constant, and the humidity level is also very important. You have to get the music right. I got it. Keep going. And after that, we fuck the eggs. I fucking knew it.